The Woody Guthrie Center and Bob Dylan Center present Fire in Little Africa, a multimedia hip-hop project inspired by the resilience of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now, coming at you live from Greenwood, here are your hosts, Ali Shaw and Doc Free. give credit to TNT Wangs for bringing back the Clearly Canadian downtown. They got the Clearly Canadian on tap? Sis used to pick it up wow. and I used to be like, where did you get Clearly Canadian? And she'd be like, right. I'm telling you. I knew, and then I figured out where she was getting it from, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. I found the plug. I was like, oh, it's Clearly <laughs> I love, hey, I'm just a big carbonation type person. I hope we start the show this way with the Clearly Canadian because uh, I need to <laughs> Shout out. Welcome once yeah, again yeah, to Fire in Little Africa podcast. I'm Ali Shaw. And I'm Doc Free. And today on the show, we have the one, the only rapper, singer, entrepreneur, and a visual animator, Jerry Mana. Two weeks to your mouth, If you're really down to slide, you know, you know, you can swing my way. Hit me when you on the side. I can put you on something. Yeah, you can hit my buzzer, buzzer, big or break bread. We fat. Got this, got this chick with my girl. She bad. Pop, 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 the thing I love. My squad. Life familiar. You ain't never went like this. Life from the village in the mix. Yeah. I can probably put you on a shit. Yeah. You ain't never way like this. Yeah. Life from the village in the mix. Yeah. 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 Baby, swing my way. The Lotus Waver himself. <laughs> uh, y'all just missed it. We were getting into the Carbonation Chronicles. They're throwing out the clear to the Canadian. That's clutch. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Much love for LaCroix, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the clear Canadian go crazy. I'm on that Schweppes swag. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, my first cocktails were with, with Schweppes in like Canada, or oh, clearly, yeah. or was it a uh, Canadian Dry? Canadian mm. Can we talk wow. about old ginger ale for a second? That's my, that's my latest. Yeah, let's go ahead break out the Werther's Originals. <laughs> hey, that stays in the fridge. Just pull out the, break out the Werther's Originals and let's go ahead and get, get the car basic. <laughs> hey, because we, I'm saying, let's go ahead and end this conversation with Topo Chico drops mic. Topo Chico, bam. Okay, wait a minute. Topo Chico with the grapefruit, too. Topo Chico with the grapefruit. <laughs> With a touch, with a touch of Angostura bitters, just a touch. See, I need, I need to be sitting at the bar with Doc right now. Like, yeah, all the sober drinks. All I'm good on the shims and all the non-alcoholic beverages. I can whip you up. So, thank you. (laughs) Can't have the alcohol right now, Doc. Thank you so much. So here we go. We are into it. Uh, We. This is the Fire on the Little Africa podcast. We want to thank everybody out there in the listening land for joining us. Uh, We keep having special upon special upon special episodes since our induction. Today's episode is definitely no different. This is uh, a very charismatic, 
creative individual. I think creative is probably the first word I should have said. I should have led with creative because yes. my man is on it. And it's like, I think we're going to have some geek out moments, man, because, you know, he's on like the anime wave is definitely there. We got some things to talk to, talk about. I need to know your favorite manga. I need to know all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for being up here, man. Um, it's definitely good to see you. Uh, I haven't seen you literally since like the recordings when we were in the hallways of, of the Greenwood Cultural Center um, and tried to get you on for the lessons in fresh. We're going to make that work, though. Before 2020 is out, so glad you're here, man. How you been, man? I am surviving. (laughs) Amen to that. Man, yeah, I uh, I didn't, I wasn't vocal about it. Like uh, my my uh, queen here, you know, Mama Tulsa. I wasn't vocal about my uh, COVID situation, but I definitely went through that as well. I mean, it was it was probably like a month ago or nearly two months ago now, but it it was it was tough. Um, it's it, it's tough in a lot of ways. I'm not even trying to get into that all of that, but basically, you know, you got one, you got people you got to stay away from and all that, and then you, you got the other half where it's people that want to stay away from you. Yeah. Mm. And then I feel like this messing up society. To be honest, like I'm dealing with. Not trying to air stuff out here, but <laughs> you okay. got people that you know, people that treat you different once they find that out, and it's okay. I understand. I get it. You know, you want to stay safe and stuff, but after having it, I can. Well, I'm younger, so I know there's like you know, there's like you know, if you like seventy something, it could probably really harm you. But I know I was able to recover from it, and within like a week's time. And I feel like I literally don't have anything wrong with me now. So yeah, I don't know. It's, I feel it's, like it's, people it's, treat it like a like a, like you got HIV or something. Like they they kind of do. It's, um, a, it's a tough one. It is. I actually referred. I was having a similar conversation with a friend today, and I said, "Is this how AIDS patients felt like?" Gotta be. <laughs> so gotta I, be. I think even though that to me seems way much worse, of course, than yeah, AIDS is pretty was at one time pretty much a death sentence. Um, yeah. but well, I will say something like this. I mean, St. Louis flu pandemic, turn of the happened. century, 1920 round Tulsa race massacre. Right. It happens. Mm. One of our first cases of fatality, Jerry, I think the cat was younger than you. Quick trip, mm-hmm. quick trip employee. Yep. You know, uh, I've yep. got friends of mine, like folks in their lives are passing older. Uh, folks I know my age have passed, have, in the passing it's a weird fucking thing to have to say out loud but then also people outside of like 70 plus 60 plus like you guys thankfully thank god you guys have recovered well because there's cats out there that now have uh respiratory conditions that they didn't have before so it's like now you got to have an inhaler the rest of your life now you got to do this the rest of your life you know what i'm saying which uh, Skrilla, you know, what I mean? it's weird. <laughs> so I'm saying it's like it's weird to navigate. It really it's is, wild. and that's what I wanted to ask you, Jerry. Like, if you had, I'm glad to hear that you're fully recovered. Did you have any kind of like after effects that you may have still been dealing with, even though you know you know COVID is kind of through with you? But like, was there any? If you don't uh, mind talking about it, I should say. Nah, I'm fine. I've let the people know closest to me at all the sessions because they had all the questions. Um, yeah, but. 
I would say for me, it was my stomach lining. Like that just, it took so long to go back to regular. That was a very annoying. Cause it's like, you don't know if you're hungry or not. It's like, yeah. Uh, it, and the, the, I'm not trying to go there with you, you're a lady and everything, but uh, the, the bowel movements is kind of wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, ladies have bowel fins too. It's hey, okay. He's, we he's, may not like to talk about it too much, but being a gentleman. <laughs> thank you for being a gentleman. I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, but that was, I would say for me, that was it. Like, you know, it just, it just took a minute for my stomach lining to go back to regular because that because yeah. I'm an eater. I like to I like to can, like eat my food fast, and I know it's that's a problem and everything. But regardless, like I like to eat and I couldn't eat, so it was really bothering. It's yeah, funny but. to see what the symptoms that people how they affected everyone differently. Like my, I had a, a new another person who their sense of smell wasn't it there or their taste, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Anyway, and so I lost my t- I did lose my taste. A little bit, but yeah. that, that came back pretty quick. Yeah. That whole not knowing when you're hungry thing until literally your stomach growls. And right. I, if, I'm, if I may, just for a moment, I had like a little personal victory that I would like to celebrate today because okay, okay. the COVID has kept along with me for, I actually have blood clots in my lung. And, oh, man. and I'm having to go through, I'm, I'm finally getting comfortable to, to kind of tell people about it because I want people, I'm a little older than you are, Jerry. And so it's like, I need to let people know, hey, it's affected me in more ways. I'm still not 100%. But I will mm-hmm. say that I had uh, an echocardiogram done on my heart and my heart is good, y'all. Ow, hey. ow, ow, ow. I got a normal report. So. bombs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be like, you're you're fine, but your blood pressure is too high. Yeah. You're like, ah, damn it. So <laughs> that's why we say COVID can that's affect automatic. you. And COVID can affect you in many ways, and it can still kind of linger in some way with a lot of people. So this is why we are so adamant about, please just wear your mask and wash your hands and do all the things. So, so let me ask y'all something. This y'all, I know it's y'all, y'all space. I just want to ask something. Ask away. So... When y'all see certain artists that's, you know, blowing up in the town that uh, are selling our shows right now with people in no masks, how do y'all, what do y'all, what's your take on that? Interesting note, because I've just started DJing out again a couple nights a week. Um, one place I've been messing with only, like, I, I, I go beforehand and check out the vibes. And by vibes, I mean like what's capacity hitting at, what are the regulations in place, if any, like that kind of thing. Um, so it's like being out on uh, on the scene, it's like, uh, it's, it's kind of like touch and go, you know? But like, it definitely helps me to at least like do a drive-by, whatever spots that like, if I, get within a certain amount of feet and I see a crowd of folk and I see one, two, three, four, five, six people, four of them doing things this way, two of them doing another way. That's mm-hmm. my decision. And you're like, okay, I need to, I need to kick it. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's like, um, thankfully I never ha- have had to have that moment where, you know what I'm saying? Someone sneezes and everyone does like, like i haven't had any of that yet you know what i'm saying but everywhere i'm at uh i keep wet ones on me yeah. two bottles of sanitizer mask Sheesh. is always on yeah. yeah like you know that kind of thing like 
folks know, like I, I take precautions. I make sure like before I even book the venue, like, hey, can you make sure I've got distance, that kind of thing, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. it's just, it's weird. Cause you know, hey, it's, it's just another day, uh, January, 2020 for some folks out there. I'm seeing, right. you know, I just, for me, it's like no judgments, but at the same time, I'm probably not going to be in those spaces that are super crowded. Uh, but I am looking, there are spaces that I can see that are probably slowly progressing toward the, Hey, we're open, but we're doing it this way. And we're, we're strongly suggesting social distancing, et cetera. And so I, I think that there is a safe way to do things. And I look forward to, I mean, we're seeing it with restaurants and a lot of other places. So yeah. I, I, I'm kind of in this space of like, no judgments, but I don't, I don't want to be in the right. super tight crowds, you know? Yeah. So. Just not the ones that's just booming, like just massively booming. Right. But I mean, yeah, most people are doing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> most people are doing it, right? Yeah, yeah I think places so. places are a little sketch. Just a little <laughs> bit. But, you know, yeah. it's all good. And I think to wrap up our COVID section of the podcast. Yeah. It's the, wor- it's the worst say- right now, bro. I'm not going to lie. COVID's like it the is. worst topic. It's the worst. But I have but- to tell you, Jerry, you're still kind of in the throes of it, maybe a little more than I was. And I will say mm-hmm. that what you were saying about, you know, certain people and how they anyway, we'll, we'll touch a little bit on that subject, but it's kind of like, I'm learning a lot about forgiveness. I'm also mm-hmm. using the phrase that Yo Phillips gave on one of our other episodes where he said, I give a lot of people COVID passes. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, I did find myself almost becoming angry with certain close friends that I felt like left me at a time I needed them the most when I realized oh, that's, maybe yep. they were dealing with some things of their own, or maybe they just simply couldn't handle it and it hurt them too, you know? So yeah. I, my hope is that, you know, we can figure yeah, out. Yeah, there's a lot of people that they, they don't know how to handle it. So they're going with the flow. They're swimming with the rest of the, the salmon yes. kind of thing. Yes. And it's like, everyone needs to understand, even as salmon, it's like a saying like, hey, salmon, yeah, what's up? Y'all swimming, right? Yeah, we swimming. Have y'all, ever, have y'all ever dealt with like thermodynamics or nuclear fusion before? No. Mm. Do y'all have an opinion on it? Yeah. come on man but that's the whole social media age though man yeah true 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 i ain't gonna lie y'all talking to like a uh, a slight conspiracy person so like i have more to say on that but we're gonna leave it alone we're gonna leave it alone because we'll do an extended topic yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we got an extended episode yeah we'll we'll definitely have to do that so let's talk about the jerry manna uh-oh <laughs> I, I'm sorry, y'all. I get I get excited. I get so excited because you know when, like I said, for my own personal, it's like I know these artists. I've worked with them, and like Doc, you know, talking about man, we're gonna get you on Lessons and Fresh. Like, oh snap, for real! I would love to see Jeremy. It's overdue. That's what I'm saying. It's, and like, it's definitely overdue. It's so exciting, but there are so many things I feel like I know about you, but I don't really truly know. And so this is our opportunity um, to not only get to know you better, but for our audience to to hear more about your story and how you got started. And what is it that we do here? We tell what, Doc? We tell origin stories. Yes. My man, Jerry, I know you're familiar with this term, man. So we yes, got to know, man, like, like what, what planet? sent you to save us you know what i'm saying like you know what I mean? <laughs> hey because you hey like bring up the homie curtis price like one si- crazy yeah. one more time man he put me on uh yeah. he, yep, 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 yep. and i was just like this 
this makes so much sense. And then uh, uh, the art direction, your art direction is like completely next level Italian. I noticed like you keep it, you keep it very low key. Like even as you speak now, it's like you're very soft spoken, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that Clark Kent vibe, you know what I'm saying? But then, you said the Clark. It is, and every piece, every piece of music I hear, you know, has Cal L like all in it, you know what I mean? Damn, appreciate it, bro. <laughs> so like, yeah, we want to know like, like, how'd you get started, man? Like what, what was, uh, what was like some early, some early influence on you uh, that kind of mm. led you into like, hey, I want to do this. Oh, y'all want to know the real? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, well, I'm gonna just I'm gonna do it in a speedily way because okay. I am long-winded and I know that I don't need to be I'm 2020 2021 I'm trying to not be long-winded so I'm gonna just try to Hey, but so, we can edit whatever. You go for right, it. Right. I was about to say to right, time. You're right. If you need to be long-winded, it's okay. Okay. Well, um for me, I'll say um my origin started when I was, well, I've always been in choir. That, let that be you know, I've been in choir. I wasn't the best singer. I ain't no usher or nothing. I used to be able to sing like usher though. Let that be known. Okay. <laughs> Until sixth grade. It got to sixth grade. I'm like, yo, I could sing like usher. I didn't care about music like that, but I'm like, yo, I can do this. And after that, my voice started, you know, and Mm. There, there it went. It, it was, so anyway, I started singing. Um, I'm, I'm a school hopper as well. I've been to like all the schools in Tulsa. So you can't be like, oh, here, Broken Arrow, here, Union, or here. I ain't well, been to Broken give, Arrow. Give me the rundown. What schools? Yeah. So yeah, started with Hawthorne Elementary, Hawthorne. all the way from elementary to fifth grade or fourth grade. Then I went to Lee Elementary. I bet you don't know where Lee is. Yes, I do. Okay, you know where Lee is. Where you know where Stat Doc? It Lee. don't matter. It's fine. I I, I hate them. They, they they got me in trouble like thirteen times. I had like thirteen referrals, and I'm not is it, bad. Is kid. it Lee or Hamilton that like they just they broke down a couple? It was like a past year or two. That's Hamilton. That's Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, Lee is a boring school. It's like a it's a strict school. Uh oh. Okay, council. Okay. Um, but basically. Yeah, Lee Elementary, I had a cousin there. Me and them used to fight. We used to play fight during lunch. Play fight. Not like, I'm going like, to play fight. And right. then here come the principal. Come on, come on. You know what I'm saying? Getting Writing this up. I got 13 referrals. I was not a bad kid. I repeat, 13 referrals, and I was not a bad kid. So I don't know what that means. but I want to know what the bad kids were getting if you weren't the bad kid. Right. I'm I literally wasn't the bad kid until <laughs> I got to sixth grade. Uh, grabbing, <laughs> <So> <laughs> I started grabbing girls' booties and stuff, man, thinking it's cool. And I was gonna tell you, Allie, I lost my sense of smell. Not the full sense of smell, but like yeah. I can smell kind of like like forty percent. Yeah, I lost I, mine I, completely. But I'm saying, like, as a kid, back in sixth grade, oh. I was snorting. I was snorting Kool Aid. Wow, that was a Pixie thing. Stick or the, the straight Kool Aid, Pixie Stick. Straight, stealing your mama Kool Aid, busting oh, it down the pouch. in the what? pouch. Yep, you know, you put it in the little. Uh, I've never heard bag. of that. No sugar they used to do like to that. It. No sugar, and then he's. I was with. I'm not trying to be racist here, but it was a, it was a white kid. I was with two white dudes. Right. Show me, show me how they do it, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And it was just fun, like to see the field of burn and stuff. It was very stupid, 
But fast forward to now, it definitely damaged some up here. I've had to have no surgeries. I've had to, um, I've had some massive things come out of there, out of my head that aren't supposed to be up there. And so, yeah, I've struggled with that. But long story short, skipping that. uh, Choir in sixth, seventh, eighth, and then like 11th. And when I was six, oh, oh, you asked about the schools. I'm sorry. Lee, yeah, so you said Whitney, Hawthorne, Lee, and then middle school Whitney, was what? Whitney. Whitney, okay. which is baby, you know, baby hell. Um, <laughs> then my dad got tired of that instantly because the girl I was touching her butt, her dad came up there. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Lord. Yeah, it got real. It got really real. So he's like, yo, you are doing terrible when you wasn't doing none of this. You going to Union. Yeah. So we went to Union. And it sound like, see, when you hear Union, it's like, oh, he a rich boy, he a Union kid, white boy, whatever. Yo, we was living in a, a three-bedroom house, a nice three-bedroom house. We didn't have nothing. Right. Like half the half the years, or like half the, for the last two years, oh, you sent it. Half the uh, two years, I freaking didn't have heat. I didn't yeah. have hot water. So I didn't, I couldn't wash my body. I had to take a shower at the football, you know what I'm saying? Or we had to go with electricity and they had to go to school. People don't know, you know, like they don't know there's hey. real struggles. Like listen, sometimes you gotta boil that water exactly. and pump a ton of it into the cold so it yeah, turn fact, out fact, warm fact. and give your baby a bath. <laughs> I've been there too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But exactly. your parents been doing that. It's like yeah, you, you, you find a way. You need that upgraded system to teach your child. So like I've had folks put in different addresses on the registration form. Cause so you can bust them in. Go ahead and get that bus East in. Yep. So I got the East Central. Fighting Cardinals. Exactly. <laughs> yep. okay, yeah, so I, if y'all can't can see, that. I just raised the roof for our, kid, our kids <laughs> out there. I, you might have to Google that. Or I just raised the roof on an East Central. just joint. raised the roof. It, it got raised for EC. Like, I'm right here at 11th 129th <laughs> right now as we speak, dog. East side till I die. Okay, okay. I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel you. But yeah, man, that's kind of how it was. I was always doing choir. Um, mm-hmm. I realized it wasn't a lot of dudes in there, so it's easy, you know, it's easy to Mac. Um, but yeah, that kind of kept going. While I was in East Central that summer, I think I was 16, I started listening. I was always listening to the mainstream. I didn't really tap into underground that much. But like mm-hmm. my mainstream I was listening to was on some weirdo, like Lupe, Kanye, uh, Lil Wayne, Kid Cudi was, is my, that's my dad. Oh, I can like, see, totally see Kid that. Cuddy is my, that, yeah, that's my father. But um, yeah, that was pretty much my little circle. And then I was like, I used to be a mimic, which is kind of go, we'll go, go into anime later, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. uh, Kakashi is the anime person that I, is the anime character that I base myself off of because I just feel like I'm very similar to him. He's a copycat ninja from Naruto. And he ends up becoming like a president of everything. Regardless. I feel like I was him, and that just ties into the music because when I was 16, I was basically, I made like this little mic and rolled it through a tissue roll like three times and set that on something to stand up, and I would just like rap on it. On this little bit, the program was like this big on the screen. Like on a big key, it don't, it'll pop up this oh my big. It's like a I'm free sorry, little program. I'm so enamored with the way you described making your homemade microphone, like with your homemade pop filter. Like, come on, fam. <laughs> yeah, it was going oh crazy. This is right before we could get the wire hanger and the pantyhose. Like, my yeah. you toss it out. <laughs> <laughs> the direct? No. 
And the thing is, my mom was super Christian, so like I couldn't just do what I was doing. I had to wait till she leave and then record. And the computer was in her room. Oh Lord. I had to wait till she left just to get off. Like just to get my music off. Cause she was like, mm -mm, you, what is this? You cussing in this? Cut this off, delete this. Um, so I had to like sneak at 16 is basically. And what kind of computer was it, bro? You remember? Man. <laughs> It was a silver Dell desktop or something like that. It was a little desktop. It was cool. It was something slight. It didn't work very fast. But uh, yeah, I started learning how to record, man. Started learning how to record at a young age. I was, it didn't sound that good. I didn't show anybody. I was very self-conscious. Mm -hmm. But I never felt like I sucked. And I just I went to Union. Uh, I started recording at my dad's house because he worked two jobs and I was basically the, I have three other younger brothers. I had to like take care of everybody while he worked like day and night. So mm -hmm. I would record in his room and basically I would do that and I got better and better. I would make my brothers come and record with me. Like I just kept getting better. I kept start going back to the copycat ninja. I started sounding like people. I would really mm -hmm. sound like Cuddy. I would really sound like Danny Brown I would really try to rap like Lil Wayne to where I almost to where fast forward like I was going to college I really could sound like these dudes yeah so like from 16 to 19 I went to uh I don't even want to give them no props man Baycone man I went to Baycone College Used down the street, bro. I was at NSU for a hot minute. My brother got much rather going to NSU though <laughs> versus Baycone. Wait on, what year bro. is this though? What year is this though? And let it be known, I got held back. Oh, I went to homeschool my last year of high school. And I got held back so that I could play football two years. Okay. So I basically took one class my last year. And yeah, so this was And then was you ended 20, up at Baycon. Then I ended up at Baycon 2012, 2013, 2012. Um, Baycon, I'm with, man, they overbooking people. They overbringing uh, players so they could just get the best ones. Like they they got like three hundred players, so everybody had three to four people in their room. You're supposed to have two people in your room. They had three people at a time. And anyways, regardless, we got people. We got to move around. And yeah, I started recording. I put up a sheet. I tried to make me my own little booth. It was not soundproof at all, but it looked cool. <laughs> like I had like sheets going into the wall to like make me like a little rectangle type thing. And everybody came in, started coming in, messing with me, messing with me, messing with me. Even the that's I'm giving I got a lot of information no, it's but okay I, so I'm gonna <laughs> so what I what I love about your story so far is that you were innovative and you were creative and you decided to make not only your own microphone at one point but now yeah. you're soundproofing your booth or at least trying to like try the fact that you even knew to do that is pretty you know next level because not a lot of kids probably would have picked up on that no. um, and knew that they needed to pay attention to the acoustics in their room or whatever like this is so important i learned well, i actually went on to... sony acid pro i thought i was a genius <laughs> <laughs> oh, I and, then it started... <laughs> and then the homies were like uh what is this Damn. <laughs> oh man dj it. romeo got me on acid pro i made one of the dopest mixtapes well i mix cds ever oh, i'm gonna say okay you made a mixtape wait a minute hey, hey i got stuff in the vault <laughs> 
So let's get back. Let's get back into because we're we're talking about you know. So that now we see like kind of where your influences come from. You know, you yeah. were in choir, and these were some of your influences clearly. And then you know what I really kind of want to know is you felt like you were sounding like other artists. When do you feel like you found your sound? Like when did you find Jerry's voice? Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Dang. Oh uh, shoot. When did I find my voice? Okay, when I became Red the Teller, I was Red the Teller before I was Jerry Manor. A lot of people don't know that. People in town know that. That's why they call me Red. If you if you hear somebody call me Red, that's a real friend. That's a real. Bro, like, somebody oh. called you Red, and I was like, wait. I literally pulled him. Was like, I thought his name was Jerry. He's like, yeah, no. And then he told me, and I was like, okay, yeah. Where? What does that mean? Yeah. Where does that come from? What's Red the Teller? Okay. Going back to the copycat ninja, since the rapper it came out, Tyler the Creator it came out, the you know the the in the got you, and then the teller was kind of like me being a poet, but then I didn't I stopped liking it because I'm like yo I mean I got like hood cousins like I got real hood cousins here in Tulsa like a lot right. of hood family, and so like the teller just don't sit that right you know it don't sit sit well so i was like eh. but i would say when i found my sound i was working i uh i met a guy named steve and he take he took me to swing studio it's on pine mm-hmm. uh so like a pine and garden and basically i just went there he believed in me he just wanted to keep recording me and he did and he's like yo i want to manage you let's put an ep together and like i love your sound and basically, he started mixing my voice to where I could hear a difference. Like, oh, I need to keep mm-hmm. doing like that. And that's going, you know, that's going to make a sound. So I think that was 20, yo, that was 24, 2013. That was 2013. I left college. I left college after a semester, by the way. Like, I knew I wanted to do music. Okay. I played football for a little bit. And I'm like, yo, this is dead. Like, That's actually what I wanted happening. to ask. Like, did you finish at Bacon or? No yeah. way. And okay. that was ten thousand dollars, by the way. That one semester was ten racks. So Honey, I, was like, I got student loan debt too. So you and you know. Yeah, I'm done. Finally, <laughs> they took all my they took all my taxes. They took it out of my you know yeah. exactly. But it's all good though. We're not gonna. Yeah. But yeah. (laughs) So okay. So this is you said 2014 ish is when you're because and the reason why I'm also asking like when did you find your sound and your voice? Um, you you use a little bit of auto tune, right? Am I assuming this correctly? Do I? (laughs) Do I? I use it as an instrument to be honest. Okay. Exactly. That's what I mean. So it's like there are some artists who I believe you know, and I, to each his own, like to whatever's opinion, like there are some that I'm like, man, like T-Pain can actually sing. Why did yeah. he ever use autotune? But I get it. You know, he's, he kind of started that to me. He was probably one of the originators anyway. Yep. Um, however, um, there are some, it's like, clearly they can't sing at all <laughs> and they yeah. have to have it. So mm-hmm. that's where I wanted to, I'm, I'm, I was interested in hearing you say like how you found your Jerry Mana sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there, there's around 2014-ish, and I'm trying yeah, to see. 2013, like, I think it's 2013. Are coming around that time. Uh, it was an album that never, it never got released. All only people that knew was basically my family that are around here. They heard, man, they still be talking about it, man. When did Teller drop it? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, no, it's dead. I was talking super vulgar for no reason. Like, okay, I mean. 
I don't have a problem with vulgarity. I'm just saying, like, I was just throwing it out there. Like, right. It was, it was like every other word. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So not I, only were you finding your voice, you were finding your inner voice. Like, I think yeah. it's, oh, it's the development of the artist, too. And I know certain artists, I could, of course, speak on Prince. Like, yeah. he was super, you know, highly sexual and cussing and everything. And then there was a shift at in one point in his career was like, he wasn't cussing anymore. And it was like, he kind of was being a little more... Not as Prince? sexual. Yes, there was a point when he stopped cussing. What? Like he used to say, you know, you sexy <laughs> motherfucker. You know. Yeah, okay. And yeah, then he just man. stopped after New Power Generation. It was like something happened and we were like, oh, Prince is clean now. Like what? But he was still doing the sexy stuff, but he wasn't cursing. And so it's, anyway, it's yeah, a lot of spiritual development. Funky. Yeah. It was, it was still like, funky. It was still yeah, funky. It's, it's, it's yeah, and then it was like that kind of like like I knew it's a shift when you did like that kind of like that it was almost like a jazz album yes mm. are you talking about news northeast yeah. west south yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so it it happened around that time and so so that's okay so this is leading into the kind of the I want to talk to you a lot especially about the clean mm -hmm. hip-hop slash Christian hip-hop mm -hmm. um and and you've kind of had some words to say about that, I want to make sure I quote this correctly. It was a tweet um, that you said it was probably beginning of July. Yeah, I said being in clean hip hop or Christian hip hop. I, I should say or C H H. You mean clean hip hop, right? Christian um, hip hop. Okay, so being in Christian hip hop is crazy. It's majority black artists and majority of the fans are Trump supporters. Not saying they're evil or nothing, that, but. Not saying they're evil or nothing, but like, come on now, at some point, somebody got to talk about this. So yeah. I, I'm, I just needed to oh, dive in. Oh, y'all trying to go deep in. Yeah, okay, because okay. man, not... considering the subject matter, that's freaking <laughs> like, I got questions. Because <laughs> you know? I, I feel exactly where you're coming from. It's like, how do you yeah. not have a conflict of spirit, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and support a person? Right. Yep. Like that. And a lot of Trump supporters would most definitely say that they are Christian. They are indeed yeah. Christian. So what I'm asking you specifically is how mm -hmm. do you handle that? Like you're, you're kind of saying like, come on, at some point we need to talk about this. So how are you handling that? Cause I'm, I'm sure you got a lot of feedback that day when you tweeted mm -hmm. this. So how are you handling that discussion? Mm. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll preface that by saying, just it's just crazy for me. I, only reason I spoke on that is because I'm I'm just thinking like, yo, I be going to I be doing these shows like I'm getting paid and booked and flown out to do these shows for these people that I feel like are supposed to be some of the best people in the world. Like, I'm not saying you if you're not a believer, you're not the best, you're not good. I'm just saying like as far right. as like their morals, what they morally stand on, I feel like they are they should be some of the best people in the world. But then. It's like everything checks out, check, 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 bet, bet, bet. And then it's like, okay, but what about black and white? Then it's like, oh, well, that, we don't, every time that's how it is. In, in CHH, Christian Hip Hop, and I'm clean, by the way. I'm not CHH anymore. I'm just more clean hip hop. But uh, Which means no cursing, essentially. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> you'll see. Y'all go see this. <laughs> They're a little, yeah. Okay. Um, but basically, yeah, like I'm going there and doing that, but then I see like my the leaders in this 
in this Christian world aren't speaking on things like that. They are they if they do, it's very surface. It's super super surface. Like God tells us to love everyone. It's like okay, cool, yes, but like let's dig deeper. Let's let's really do something impactful for black people then if that's how y'all feel if y'all know that you know what i'm saying the right. black people are being targeted why not go out of y'all way with these huge platforms these huge churches these huge businesses that y'all have and make an effort a conscious effort to make sure that these things are not happening and i know it's not all on the christian i'm just saying like right. yeah it's, it's trump is trump is a christian like yo but and you going back to how i handle it in my dms and stuff it's crazy. If I say something woke, anything woke, anything black, they come in. Like, I, I posted one time, dude was like, they just need to abide by the law. I just they. saw a white, yeah, the, yeah, well, if maybe if they were just abiding by the law, that wouldn't even happen. What? I mean, no, no, if you just list, if you, what is it when you do what the officer tells you to do, you, um, comply? Uh, yeah, maybe if they comply. I'm like, yo, so you tell me if they don't comply that they deserve to die? Right. Is, is and, that and, what and, you're and, telling me? And, and they're not saying they is like that person that instance or this other instance or the multiple instances. They saying they us. <laughs> Y'all right. just us. need to comply. Right. right. It's like comply or not, we don't need to die. They work for us. Why are they? You don't get to kill us. Like what? Right. That's like I work at McDonald's. I don't get to kill my boss. No. Like what are you talking about? Like this is not. It's wild. But yeah. So for me, that really woke me up. That really showed me Lecrae's mental. Because like yeah, I'm like dude. That's what I want to ask you about him. Like, are you kind of relating to him in some ways? The way he's made that shift and. I love Lecrae. Yeah, I, yeah I, I love Lecrae. I love what he did for us, but I feel like he didn't tell us. <laughs> he didn't let us know. He got his bag and he got out. I ain't mad at him. Get your bag. Do what you got to do. I love I, I him. Kinda, I, I don't know. I just kind of wonder, like, if maybe he didn't know either in some ways. You know what I'm saying? And I have to say, like, I actually met Lecrae after he did a concert at Kane's Ballroom, and I, I feel yeah. so bad, y'all, because... I was actually fangirling over his DJ because I'd seen DJ Priority spin before at an actual, mm. I went to a, it was like a conference of some sort. I was teaching youth at church and it was like a youth conference for or some kind of something in Dallas or whatever. And wow. I see DJ Priority spin on one of our breaks and I, my friends, you know, my church members or whatever are like, oh, are you going to come get snacks? I'm like, heck no i'm about to watch dj priorities tearing up like right so i right, right. literally pushed lecrae out the way I'm like dj priority and i go and i'm grabbing him and i got a, a picture with him and wow. lecrae and yeti like i was so excited but what i was wanting to say was that i got to see lecrae in a different light that night he literally came out to the back space of the yeti i'm doing the electric slide with Lecrae while DJ Priority is spinning? Like, what's happening right now? And I felt yeah. like, as this is what I, what I really wanted to ask you as a clean hip hop slash Christian artist that you've been, you know, how difficult is it for you to be kind of in that middle and where you're reaching secular fans, if you will, but you're still trying to cater to these fans here and whatever. It's like, how difficult is that for you as an artist to kind of walk that tightrope? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Man, I'll tell you, you, it's it's nearly impossible. 
is nearly it's not impossible but it is like uh the guy who was at the canes who was one of his artists at the time aha gazelle mm-hmm. he was dealing with that like trying to he he don't want to he don't want he told him off the rip like yo i'm not trying to do this christian rap stuff like don't give me the christian fans i just want to be signed to y'all but i'm still trying to do me and they didn't listen so it just didn't go good but basically I feel that. I feel it. And that's why I'm saying, like, I feel like Lecrae just kind of didn't let us know, like, yo, there's money to be made here. There's people that love God here. But there's also people that do not understand the color of your skin. They like your music, but they don't understand, like, nothing about what's going on. And so with me, I have stopped trying to cater to anyone. I've now, I'm now just making the music that I feel is on my heart. You know what I'm saying? The things that I feel like need to impact a culture or just, yeah. you know, impact the people around me. Just uh, So that's what I'm on now. And it, it's freeing. It's very freeing because at first, it's like in Christian hip hop, they make it to where you like these superhero preachers almost. It's like, yo, <laughs> that was the old 2000 Christian hip hop. Like, yo, they was like bringing people up, like making, making, you know what I'm saying? Like basically making a pastor out of this rapper. They're not mm-hmm. doing that anymore. It's just an open market. So like you can't, the, okay, that's what it is. The CHH fans are the most, I ain't gonna say toxic. They the most critical. Mm-hmm. They're the most critical fans you'll ever see. Maybe other, maybe than the barb, the barbs, <laughs> you know, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> other than barbs. that, CHH. I had attacked by the barbs one time on Twitter. So I know what you're talking about. <laughs> they do not play. They want that's all the smoke. I tweeted something about, is it me or is Nicki Minaj just another, like a Nicki, like a Lil' Kim knockoff or something like that? And they all, oh. it's just you, it's just you. And I was like, fam, she's literally <laughs> doing what Lil' Kim did. I don't know what y'all want me to say. Like, I didn't, sorry, not sorry, but yeah. So, okay, so I hear you. Um, I just wanted to like get your perspective on that because I can't even begin to imagine what that feels like being in that space, but I like what you said just now, and I kind of want to address this to you and Doc, since you're both MCs, uh, you know, and artists and creative beings, like, um, I like that you said, now I'm I'm not making music for other people, like I'm making it for myself. And Doc, do you kind of feel the same way when it comes to creating and, you know, making new music? Yeah, like that's kind of what it comes down to a lot. Like I've seen cats in other industries like start in that lane and then they like we all you get comfortable and you feel like you're able to express yourself until someone says no, no, no kind of thing. And then you're like, okay, you ain't got to say F all that. You just got to be like politely bow out and then do your thing. And, you know, and I've, what I've noticed, like, you that energy, like, like Verse said, put that energy out that you want to see come back to you kind of thing. You ain't got to go flip out. You ain't got to wild out and point fingers and put people on blast. And like, no, just go do you. Yeah. And then watch watch that lane turn into two lanes, four lanes. You're on your own highway. Then you got to worry. You ain't got to worry about that. So, yeah, I don't I don't really. Uh, what is it? My favorite MC of all time said, whoever don't get it ain't supposed to, you know. So, Who was that? MF Doom. Yeah, yeah. I was down bad, pick the lock, pick the lock. Yeah. Maybe cause I don't fit in your box. In your box yeah. People that I love want me to flaw. Me to flaw yeah. I see why it's lonely at the top. At the top, at the top, at the top. At the top. 
why it's lonely at the top. Yeah. Hey, I was in a race with my peers. Letting all them pass me too fast, that's a fear. All this fake love getting hard for me to steer. I can be myself when I tune out what I hear. I just talk to God, cause he always lend the ear. Talk to God in public, that's when blessings reappear. I walk through the shadows, tell me whom shall I fear. That was trying to hold me, but I hit on with the veer. You know I got options, I go here, here and here. Baby says she love me, we gon' find out in a year. I can't do no drama, I can't even let it near. If I catch a whiff, watch me put it in the rear. It took me three years just to see life clear. I was only focused on the growth of my career. Some may call it selfish, I just call it changing tears. Every level up requires you to shift gears. And I see Jerry, like, you know, clearly you're, I still think you're still growing, you know, but you're already on this path. Like Doc just said, that's you stay in your lane. Then that lane turns into two, that lane turns into four. So we're going to talk about these four lanes. Okay. Oh, Cause oh, I want to talk about the fact that you're, you're kind of, you're a well-known star in the clean hip hop, you know, world, but you're currently averaging over 30,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, which is really freaking dope, dude. Like, congratulations. Like that's a big deal. Um, your top five songs have over anywhere between 200,000 to 700,000 streams. Like, I knew these things about you, but I'm like, these run are up, run up, run I, up. I didn't know, know this. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh, Jerry, big up. Like, man, I'm man, proud of you. you. That's, that's dope. I was listening to, let's see, what did I just have on? I had Surf Talk on. That was, that was one that I was hey. kind of on. But I found another one that was like, let me put this on repeat for a second. It was Charm when you said, this is not a hobby, it's my job. And I'm like, damn, mm. that's exactly how I feel about what I do for a living. When it comes to this yep. voice thing, when it comes to this radio thing, whatever, like, this is not a hobby, y'all. It's my job. Yep. It's both. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. this is what I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and I know that's how y'all feel too. I know you have that same kind of feeling. It's tougher so. here too, cause uh, cause everybody here thinks you know. Uh, I'll be trying to be nice, man. Man, speak to... on it. Speak but, on it. <laughs> nah, man. But everybody here, they everybody want to be the star, right? Including me, including my people around me. Everybody wants to be that guy, but like the fact that nobody has blown yet it's like are you though like you can't really i don't know it's, it's i think difficult. there's a time for everything and i think that we're probably going to see that's just my aquarian future view mind speaking right now but oh, okay, I, I okay. Think that that's soon coming and that there's a time for everything yeah, yeah. these streams are blow uh Carissa's streams that's a blow, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like facts. We, you gotta, like, I can only literally, I'm gonna say this again. I said in another episode, like, JB OKC, right? Polygon mm. Tulsa. Me, I know my that. Polygon. That's my yeah, guy. heck yeah, Johnny it's like, Polygon. Can we, yeah, can we and then after that, oh, totally, totally. That's the oh, hey, that's the OG, OG, like back when I was trying to six step electric boogaloo <laughs> yeah. and, and rap in the parking <laughs> lot. This fool yeah. was battling Nemesis and Tony T, Tony T and from OKC back in the day. Wow, Chris Walker, like my boy Boogie, like that's who please, like, hey, you want to see an MC spit? This is like Polygon full dread, not just front dreads. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, and this is the part when Ali Shaw nerds out over the fact that Doc Freeman of the infamous 
Oil House crew gives a little bit of Tulsa hip hop hip hop history. Hey, <laughs> so he nerding out. But that's what I'm saying. Like those are the only two casts. I'm like, okay, you've reached national, and then yeah. some. You've hit tours. You've done that. You know what I'm saying? So like, and then a like, whole song with Nas. Like, you know really? what I'm saying? Cutty. You know what I'm saying? Yo, right? Mm-hmm. And then JB in four or five. Like he's rocking with LP. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. like huge underground. Before yeah. he gets linked up with with the uh, killer Mike, Chuck D, you know what I'm saying Chuck, Chuck D, and them. So, killer Mike. So, I, I feel what you're saying because, like, I hear that same thing, and I've seen it. Like the past ten years plus, I've seen it. It's like well, it's a lot of potential for cast to blow. But like you said, like unless like you're you're making it out of town, because like that's like the thing. Like you, you can't right. lab. We can't be lab. We can't be local. Like yeah, we, I'm man, I'm tired there. of that too, bro. I'm tired of that, bro. I ain't gonna, tired I ain't of what? Be specific. I'm tired of I'm tired of people. Almost said the N word. I'm sorry. I'm tired of people saying you gotta leave. I'm done. I'm tired of it. Yeah, that's you don't. That's, you don't have to. You may have had to before, but now yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. The foundation has been laid. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, pick your site and build. Yep. True. For for me, it's like okay, why do you gotta leave? Because the labels are here. The dude is here. It's like right. okay. We have social media and yeah, we have an open market created from the open market. That's Bro. my mindset. On Honey, not only in social media, but the internet alone, <laughs> like yeah, your websites, like, right. Yeah. Like you mentioned Chance the Rapper, like key right there. And like, mm-hmm. I'm saying if that's y'all's generation. Y'all don't, y'all do not have to depend on labels. You do not have to depend on units. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. now more than ever cats, you're aging younger, it's like you it's a seller's market so to speak kind of thing you know it's like you you put on your breast presentation and then you pick out of your suitors you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if the product's good enough no matter where you at mm-hmm. right. you know what i'm saying and y'all are proving that like it's once again i'm gonna bring up another one of your uh contemporaries paris he's like yo he he didn't have to go out and chop a bunch of stuff i mean Jerry, man, you work extra hard, bro. Are you out here like sending sample out packs out to labels and shit? You don't seem like the type. I feel like you do. You just doing your no. thing. Yeah, I'm man. I'm honestly, and I left somebody out. Okay, two people. Johnny Polygon is a huge influence of mine. That's why I said, can we talk about Johnny Polygon? Yeah, please. But, speak on please it. do give him all his flowers. Y'all about right to be mad. Y'all about to be mad. Y'all about to be mad. Y'all about to be mad because. I, I put it out in the air. Man's man's super taxed me on the verse one time. I ain't gonna cat. And I understand he was doing stuff, but I was like a teenager, like a super teenager, and he taxed mm-hmm. me. And I still got the rack. I got a rack to him as a teenager. But we ain't gonna talk about how I did it. It was very, very difficult, a lot of loops, you know what I'm saying? But it mm-hmm. got paid. So I, I even had somebody from Australia, a producer from Australia helping me just to get this because he knew Johnny Polygons. But all in all, he hold me, so I don't mess with him in that sense until we speak in person. I don't mess with him, but mm. I know as soon as we speak, I'm a fangirl, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna go crazy because I literally, like, as soon as I heard, Lim- and I know I, there's probably way more songs before that, but I came in on Limo 6 Superstar. Okay. Mm. I heard that, and I was just like, oh, yeah, the beat, I a little video. Man, I was that like, dude. oh my God, I got right. I gotta switch it up out here. <laughs> uh so yeah, I, I, a lot I was heavily influenced by him, like the way I flow and everything. That was 
you ain't gonna really catch it, but yeah. early on I was I definitely was sounding like Johnny Polygon. And then uh who else were we just talking about? JB. Oh, Childish Gambino. Uh, oh, Gambino. Uh, okay. How like I'm doing a lot of things. I look at myself as a Donald Glover. Okay. Mm. So like y'all know I'm on music, but no, but I know I know album. writer from Thirty Rack. Thirty Rock. Yeah. I, I know <laughs> right. Okay. Community, Community is probably one of my favorite shows of all time. That's Talk what I was about to ask. What was the other show that he was actually on? He like wrote and he started. Yeah, he wrote. He Killed wrote for Thirty Rock. He had a couple little parts, and yeah. then he popped off of that, and then yeah. went to work for Dan Harmon. And they were all really, 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 really sad whenever he left before the end of the last season. Mm-hmm. But Donald Glover has just been that dude. Derek Comedy, look it up on YouTube. It's a little broy, but it's 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 college humor style fun stuff. And then let's not leaving yeah. this. Started on Atlanta, like dang, you know, oh, like he, he flipped the whole it, turn. He took, yeah. he went Warhol on everybody. People, people yeah. still have to catch up to Atlanta. People yeah. are still not still. even tapped in. They don't even know how to tap into it. And people are mad that we're not getting a new season this year. I'm like, take your time. Right. Like, it's First cool. Season. I can wait right. for some Atlanta. It's worth the wait. His There's a lot of people director. to watch it. He, he had a, a Japanese director. Yeah, his Japanese director also directs uh, the series Barry on HBO, which stars Tulsa native uh, Bill Hader. Yes, I love from, I love wow. Barry, this movie, yeah. which was a huge SNL nerd in me coming out just now because, <laughs> because of Tulsa yeah. ended up on SNL. So, okay. Yeah, that's flames. That's but flames. yeah, Atlanta is, is like that show. I like how they, they, Glover writes and his director, they shoot it to where your main character isn't anyone in front of the camera. It's Atlanta. Atlanta is everywhere. Yep. Listen, yeah, sorry, I, but yeah, I, like you said, you, I can see that, and you got that glove ring, you dog. Yeah, I don't want to stay in one thing, bro. Like, I'm doing music, I'm working on this album, but what y'all don't know is the visuals with this is what's going to make the album go crazy. So, before, like, before we get into the visuals, not to cut you off, but no, you good. I want to touch on something you just said about, you know, how. It's kind of like what Tone says, how people, you almost talked me into leaving, you know, whatever. Mm. And you're like, why? Mm. Why do I have to leave? So let me ask you two questions. How did you build your fan base? Um, you know, so in a market like Tulsa, where you, you may feel a little limited by the size mm. of the city, right? But how did you manage to connect with so many fans around the world? Mm. So let's start with that. How did you build your fan base? And what did it really take for you to kind of get that following, if you will? Mm. So building the fan base, uh, it kind of it kind of started early with um, a write up from DJ Booth in like mm. 2013, and I, I just knew uh, I knew a guy who used to work for DJ Booth. He didn't anymore, but he knew some people around there. It was all like it was just a shot in the dark, basically. Right. And the guy picked up on me, and he's like, "Yo, this dude is crazy. He could be the next Kendrick, and da 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 da. Like, I'm gonna do it." He wrote about me, then. I wasn't even in the Christian world back then. Like I was just making like a Christian type music, and then were you, were you still CH- at this point? Yeah, yeah, yep. I didn't even have a new a name. I was like, yo, I'm not right. See, y'all, we skipped a chunk where I was depressed and about to kill myself and stuff, and then got out of that, and I was like, yo, I'm never rapping again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that, a that's homie a big chunk that that we skipped. Let me just point that out. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, shout out to mental health recoveries, bro. Yeah. Man. Like, let's have a moment for you to celebrate that. That's a big chunk. Facts, 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 facts. And that's why I'm, I have a big heart for people now because I understand what it feels like to even consider like, yo, 
my cousin got this strap and we in the same apartment complex. I could just, mm. I could be done with all of this right now. And honestly, it took praying and meditation for me to even come to grips with anything. And mm. um, I'll just say it very quickly. Like I was, you know, on the verge of about to kill myself, called my granny. She had me say like the Lord's prayer and stuff. But I feel like nothing, it didn't, it didn't activate until I went outside. I sat on a bench. I was at Polo Run apartment. Polo Run? 21st. And That's the one, Polo Run? Yep. Boom. I was at Polo Run Apartments. Sat on the, on the thing, looked at the pond, and I could just see the beauty of everything. I seen the, the trees, the grass, the water, the birds, the clouds. I'm just like, yo. Your blessings. So yeah, I'm like, yo, something is real. Like, like something is real and is affecting everything around me. And I need to be more intact with it. I need to be more in tune with it. And from there, you know, I that's where it kind of transcended the Jerry Manor. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot what we was talking about before that though. I'm gonna ask you a real quick question. Where does the mana come from? Oh, I got heaven, please. Yeah, it I'm like heaven. it just. It, I don't know why it became so obvious. You telling this story about this big chunk that you were about to skip over, but Mama Tulsa not gonna let you skip over it. <laughs> I need right, you right. to. I, I I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you yeah. for for telling us about that because I think a lot of people need to hear that. It's especially yeah. now more than ever. It's an imperative time that we Oof. talk about your mental health, and if you are wow, struggling. You need to reach yep. out to your people. You need to know who yep. the hell your people are, et cetera. So yep. good on you. Uh, thank you yep. to grandma for saying that Lord's prayer for you and helping you Man. to see that pond mm -hmm. and those right. birds and that sky and those clouds, et cetera. Um, that's what it took. You know, someone She's loved you enough to pray over you and yep. help bring you out of that. And so um, now I know where the yeah. manna from heaven, Jerry manna from heaven comes from. That's your new nickname, Jana, Jerry manna from heaven. <laughs> so I was, I was curious because like I hear manna and I immediately thought of uh, Final Fantasy. And, like, you so <laughs> when I came up with that name, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I need to cut you off. Oh, you go ahead. I was just saying, when, when, I, when I came up with that name, my ex honestly didn't like it. And I had took a long time to ponder on it. And I'm just like, yo. Um, so, okay. So my my real name is Jared. My biological name is Jared. But my brothers, my three brothers, younger that I told you I take care of, they would my nickname would be Jerry. Oh, Jerry! Like making just trying to be cheesy with it. And uh, and I hated my name Jared by the way too. It's like, why did you name me Jared? Like, what the heck? But anyways, yeah. So I just went with my nickname. And I wanted to give it a feel like a Frank Ocean, you know, like something that just felt well put together and it felt like you about to hear some really good music. And all I could think of was Jerry Manna. And it just kept ringing. I'm like, you don't like it? It's like, nah. it's got a euphoric ring to it, man. It does, man. Jerry Manna. Yes, yeah, she don't like it. She didn't. I was like, oh, well, I mean, she's my ex now. But um, I mean, yeah, is that why she's an ex, bro? <laughs> Look, I'm like, I was about to say I was about to say you weren't the right manna for her. Ow, boop. But I'm just saying, let's just right, say right. you were the right manna for yourself. So there you exactly. go. Exactly. Hey, first skips with the with the foot on the gas puns, and here come Mama Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I get corny with it, y'all. So y'all, thank you for allowing me that moment. I like to get a little too corny. So now we know how you built your fan base. You know. Now we know the true origin story of Jerry Manna from Heaven. That's what I'm calling you now. Get, get used to it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but 
what I do want to ask you is, are there any tips that you could share for other artists who are trying to grow their fan bases? And let me go a little bit deeper into this. I know a lot of times because I work in radio, we get so many, you know, how can we get our songs on the radio? And how, and usually my answer is like, Hey fam, radio is kind of where you end up. Focus on that. Like focus on your fan base on the internet. Like what, what would you say to other artists who are like, I don't know what to do, Jerry, what do I do? How do I build my fan base? Could you give them any tips that you are willing to share with them? Oh, for sure. I, I do it all the time in different platforms, not even just mine, but I do it all the time. But are we gonna we need to go back to that radio thing because I do wanna I wanna have a okay. separate discussion. But like to, I wanna have it today. But basically okay. what I would tell the fan or fan, what I would tell the artist is like I tell them straight up, like, bro, start with your whoa, start with your low power mode, start with your brand, um just your look. Make sure your image is on point. Make sure you know who, what you're about to bring to the people. Like if you're a little Uzi Vert, if you know you're about to be a little Uzi Vert type, then, you know, you need to look at his strategy. Look at how he's, you know, look at how he's dressing. Look at how he's posting. Look at like, just kind of mimic the person you kind of want to become or, you know, to the artist you want to, uh, you know, be compared to or anything like that. But in deeper terms, I would say right now is all about advertisement. It's all about ads, social media ads. Everything is ads. Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and Google ads. Google AdSense. I think that's the only things that matter now as far as growing your fan base. I mean, locally, you need to shake people's hand. You need to be going to these shows. You need to be speaking to everybody you know. You need to show that you're obtainable. But other than that, uh, it's let's, let's let's make those maybe some kid and play or elbow bumps instead of handshake. <laughs> yeah, right now, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta, yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> some slight, some slight. There yeah. you go. <laughs> but yeah, you need to bump shoulders with people and uh, yeah. rubbing shoulders, you know, rubbing elbows. And yeah, but but mar mac uh, marketing is everything. Everything is marketing now. You need to put it all into marketing. That that's gonna get you to the world that's going to get you to the world marketing right. where whether it's a spotify playlist whether it's a um yeah pretty much marketing that's what i would just put in there we can go i usually go into deeper context if people are even that locked in because a lot of artists be like oh, oh, right, oh, right right <laughs> oh that's a well lot. and like, even oh, i mean uh, i'm just gonna pretend i'm an artist like well what do you mean by marketing like it could there's some people that probably don't have a clue what that even means so yep. you'd have to be a little more in-depth but okay well thank you yeah yeah thank you for that because that but that also to make, that make, make sure your product is not crap okay <laughs> product can't be crap. worse there's nothing worse than opening a book with a fire cover or seeing a fire trailer and then after 90 minutes <sighs> <laughs> wait, wait, Doc, Doc, did you just do an SNL Mike Meyer reference? Because if it's not Scottish, it's crap. It's you crap. Nah, I'm more of a sprockets guy. Okay. <laughs> my bad. Oh my gosh, y'all. I, I nerd out. Yo, yo, they be really nerding over here, y'all. Y'all don't yeah, know we do. they really be nerding. We do in different ways. Like, <laughs> I nerd over. I noticed, like, I did something. I, I've come to grips with like watching everything progress. Like definitely you can't get away from it. Marketing is yeah. everything, but also make sure that you got substance. Cause I've seen yeah. cats with, I've seen cats just like, I'll say cats like Mavi Earl sweatshirt 
uh like they just they they you peek they peek their heads out for a second you know like they don't mm-hmm. need like the crazy advertising and stuff uh yeah. but starting out they had all of that they've been mm-hmm. following you know what i'm saying it's like uh it's like a lot of work at the that i see out here that works well you do what you have to so you can do what you want to do you know what i'm saying yep. a, lot of, a lot of cats they get that the back especially like you know you can be a testament to this 90s or 2000s you get the deal, but make sure they sign you to your subsidiary so you yep. can do what you want. All right, exactly. I, owe you, I owe you three albums. I owe you five albums. Okay. And then after that, I got yep. the dope. I do what I want. I re-release. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> but I'll say with the with the Earl Sweatshirts and stuff, they, they were popping during the blog era. There's no more blog era. Blogs are dead. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah. that's why I'm saying market marketing is everything because you can you can hit a blog you can hit up DJ booth and not blow up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You used to be able to hit DJ booth up and you're gonna get some late I had labels hitting me. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna get some labels hitting you from DJ booth back then. Now and no disrespect because I still I think they're the most respectable to be honest. The way that they write their, their articles and stuff, I think they are top tier. But I'm just saying like blogs are so dead it's ridiculous. Like now blogs are on Instagram. Now blogs are on Facebook. Now blogs are. They need quick die. People need the quick digestion. But also, yep. I see what yep. how that starts to separate the divide between overground and underground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then boom, kind of like pick, pick your fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what I'm seeing. Like, and then when you talk about quality, oh, go ahead. You what? I said go ahead. But. No, no, I was just saying when you talk about quality with the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's even a thing no more because you, if you check out, check out academic DJ academics page, sometimes on Instagram, he'll post this dude. Who's like rapping like, Hey, that's why I'm going to tell her. And for our listeners out there, I'm going to tell you like Freddie Gibbs say, academics all day, every day. Why you say that? Why you say that? Why you say that? Elaborate. Hey bro. Hey, right. The writing is not like his, like everything I feel like is kind of like subpar and I see where that has its niche, you know what I'm saying? And I can definitely tell with my nieces and nephews and like younger cats, like how they've been caught, so to speak, you know what I mean? But there's a reason Mm -hmm. why, you know, he got let go from his job, you know what I'm saying? And definitely, like he's definitely, uh, which we're unspeakable. Who got let go from their job? Bro, so I I heard they released that fool. Am I Ali? Chime in. Am I wrong? I, I believe so, but I'm from, not from complex. Confirm. Yeah. Confirm. I think that's confirmed, dog. Yeah. Yeah. He was out I there. Just, like, all hey, I remember man, is that man. Freddie Gibbs was lighting him. Bro, up campaign. The campaign's still going, bro. The t- like, he shouldn't have did. He shouldn't have talked like that with Freddie Gibbs, though. You are you're a nerd. Why are you talking like this? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a death <laughs> wish when you talk yeah. to Freddie Freddie. He's okay, it's, and so that's what I'm saying. And, and Freddie Gibbs is a guy like, you know, he he gives the thumbs up or thumbs down in his marketing, but he definitely doesn't spend he himself. I don't feel mm-hmm. like he. I don't have time for that shit. Y'all do that, you know? What right. I, mean? like, I got to be out here giving, putting my energy into this realness. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. why, like, I saw and Freddie Gibbs. I think older than me, so I was like, that's like me coming okay. from an old head perspective. Like, yep. So that's, a, that's mm-hmm. a, a a very big W. Cause like people like academics, this academics, this. like other than the name sounding cool, I always thought the dude was corny. You know, like there was always something fishy about about dude. So yeah, yeah he uh, blew up off of Chicago. He blew up off of Chicago's pain. 
by right. the way. Right. Ooh. I've heard Chirac, that. I've heard. He had a whole Ooh. page called Chirac. Yeah. Just just talking about this street nigga beating with this street nigga and this. I'm like, bro, you do realize they killing because of you now. Like, it was because oh. of beef. But, like, now they see what this guy said. They just go straight to Chirac Academics. And then he went from that, from YouTube, and just transferred over to Instagram. And I see him now promoting... Now he's basically he admitted it. He's getting paid from the labels, from major labels to post. He don't even post no more. I'm guaranteed. Like he only posts what's getting paid to promote. Mm-hmm. I mean, minus mm-hmm. the little stupid stuff that happened. Maybe Lil Pump might paint his fingernails with a smiley face or something. But I agree. He's he's the reason why a lot of the garbage is here now. A lot of the I don't think the sound we I don't think we have SoundCloud rap without him. Without academics, I don't think we have X XXX. I don't think we have him. I don't think we have Lil Pump. I don't think we have Yachty. I don't think we have Lil Baby. I don't think we have any of these artists, NBA YoungBoy, any of these artists without his cosign because it got that big. Mm-hmm. Every and then he was hanging out with Six Nine, and I think that's why he. This is the journalist in me. I'm sorry. I need to pipe down. No, no, because I'm yeah. like Jerry Mana is going to be our, <laughs> our co-co-host, fam. And if you don't have like your your fingers and hands in a little bit of like entertainment law already, you should. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're actually teaching people a lot right now. That's this is why we asked you the question. I'm just saying. All I'm gonna get, I'm gonna stop, but I'm just saying. Academics got ballsy because he been hanging with six nine. Mm-hmm. That's right. why he start talking his talk to friends. And it's and it's also a, it's a complete antithesis to like like you said the influ the influence that he's had to bring other rappers that are completely counterworking with the cops culture. You know what I'm saying yep. to come up. So he's like and as a and him as a journalist, I understand you have to play both sides. But if you play one side stronger than the other, man, you gonna get yeah. you gonna get yeah. called out on that shit. You gonna get you're burnt. Gonna, yep. Don't yeah. don't to, don't fly to the close to the sun, Artemis. okay let me take a small break for a second i would like to remind all of our listeners that you if you are interested in purchasing merch of any sort we've got t-shirts and all kinds of cool stuff make sure you visit our website at fireinlittleafrica.com just a brief little break for a moment while i go into my radio commercial voice Okay. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now we try to like pay some some bills or whatever. You know? <laughs> so, well, I was uh, going to mention earlier, like wave, especially when we're talking about academics. But you know, what I'm saying, I the when I hear wave, especially here in the town, I, you can't hear the word wave it not associated with Jerry Mana, the man. Lotus Waver. So, <laughs> yes, man. hear it yeah. in your lyrics, man. Like even when I hear cats feature on tracks with you or you feature on tracks they'll mention lotus waving bro so for our listeners out there man please hip us the game man to the to the wave to the wave to the the lotus wave to the wave so you know it came from max b shout out max b off tops you know he is the curator the creator of the wave he is still locked in lockdown he on his way out you know what i'm saying free max b but the wave for me is something way different than the, it's not way different, but it, it, it means more to me, I feel like. like I think I, I really, like, it's tatted on me. It's the only tat I have is the wave. And for me, it's like a way of life, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, well, it's the same, you know what I'm saying? You, as, as you would say, like, oh, he's wavy or, oh, he's um swaggy or he's, I feel like that's just the same thing, but I compare, I use it for vocally. Mm. Like, oh, he's waving. 
like, oh, he's waving on that track. I can tell, like, the, it's the way you use your voice and mix with auto-tune. Um, so it's a verb for you, man. It's not a noun. Verb, it's boom. A it's a thing. verb. It's a verb. Yep. Okay. It's a verb. And Paris, oh, there's only three people that can do it right now. Paris, Careers, because that's my brother, mm-hmm. and me, mm-hmm. and Chubbs. Y'all don't know Chubbs Perry yet, but he he's probably the best sonically artist here in Oklahoma. He's probably the best sonically. I could sing y'all some stuff. His name is Chubbs Perry. He's like the guy under me. I found him. He was he from Tulsa. Yep. He okay. he went to school with my brother, my little brother, and everything. Um, yeah, I found him. You know, he's off the perks and stuff, doing doing different drugs he wasn't supposed to do. And I wasn't like no preacher to him or nothing. I just was doing life with him. Like, what's up, bro? Like, bro, you gotta stop that, bro. Like, that's not not the way, bro. You're not gonna do. You're not gonna get stuff. You're not gonna get nothing done. You know, right. with the white girl, do, you know, you got to get off that. You got to leave that alone. He did. He did it for me. I didn't even know. He told. He tells me all the time, like, bro, you brought me out of that, bro. I'm like, what? I didn't. I was just doing life with you. But long story short, he's the most wavy after me. Then wow. it's Paris Careers. But okay. Paris Careers is, you know, he's out of here. He's he's, he's on another wave. <laughs> Facts. He's on a whole other wave. Wave right length. Now. Facts. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I hear it now. Like, I'm thinking about the, the Lotus Wave, the Lotus Waver. And when people be saying wave, sometimes I ain't gonna cap. I be feeling offended. Like, who are you talking about? <laughs> I be like, who, what, does, what does that mean? What do you mean by that? Right. I ain't gonna say no names, but I'm just well, saying. Well, I, I think I, I wave, hear it. I'm, I'm like Bruce Lee with it, man. Because there's so much that goes into a wave. Like, it flows, it rolls, it tumbles. Yes, it sir. It can be slow. It can be why. Hey, y'all Water, better. Hey, friends. you three better Water. watch out, y'all. You three better watch out for Mally motives, though. I'm telling you that. Oh no, we got Mally motives is the truth. We already know. Boy, he's starting to. Gorgeous. He's starting to get on. He's starting to put the vocals to the track versus just his mm. fingers. And I'm telling you, he's coming for the. He's coming to surf with y'all. That's what I'm saying. My yep. man's bringing the longboard. And he's like riding the front tip, like. Uh, Jackie Valance or something like that on the beach movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Nah, bro. bro I, I, I haven't got to speak with him too many times, but from what I know from bro, he's talented. He gets it very quick. And he's very humble. And I feel like that's all Incredibly. the things you gotta be. That's all the, that's all the checks to be wavy. Like, you, yeah. you have to have all those. And I, I think he might be. He might be on the come up. He might and- be. I have to say, in every single person we just talked about, it definitely shines through in your performance and your lyrics and your sound, like everything about it, like yeah. that, that humbleness in you. Mally hey. would never, he would never brag on himself. Like, that's just why we yeah. have to give him all his props because he will not do it. <laughs> it just made me think, I forgot, like, I don't know if you would agree, but I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw one of your super sad bros in there, Madison. Uh-oh. Ooh. You know, he and the, you know what I'm saying, he on the beach. I didn't know you like, knew about him. See, that's bruh, different. Now. We got different things to talk about. Bruh, I see, <laughs> I see my man Madison on the beach doing like, you know what I'm saying, donuts in the dune buggy, you know what I'm saying, yeah. chilling. <laughs> Medicine is unstoppable. That's all I can say. He's unstoppable. He's untouchable. There's nothing he can't do. Try, test him and see. Like, yeah. test him and see. That's That's my brother. That's really my brother. He, I, he, I came in this with him. Oh, that's the sound. Y'all asked me when the sound changed. It was swing. Yeah, swing. Uh, Steve and swing did it, but okay. it was that Jerry Mana sound came straight. 
cure for medicine. It was me and medicine. As a, medicine is like World 45 with Harrison in now, but like, mm-hmm. right. it was just me and him, like nerdy me, nerdy him going at it. Like just at, at his house, pulling up to his house, working, working, working. Like, And we both got a bigger understanding for this whole thing. We both, you know, grew. We both got doper. Like everything just started going up. And there was no plateau. We just kept going. Like, yo, you want to do this? Let's do this. And yeah, he just grew and he outgrew Tulsa. Like he was mixing everybody for a second. He was mixing the whole Tulsa for a second. Everybody who, you know, in the know, everybody in the know. He was mixing everybody. There was nobody medicine didn't touch. So like. So let's yeah. talk about like with your albums you, in 2019 you released three albums in the legends of a lotus Wear series did, you, you worked, uh, during these projects you featured a lot of fire and little africa artists like medicine paris chase mm-hmm. and ryan steph simon king cut ayilla mm-hmm. uh, what is the importance of the local community and having dope artists to collaborate with in the city of tulsa that's a great question. And I will say, I don't want to work with nobody outside of my, my home. I don't care about y'all. I'm sorry. I don't care about y'all. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's hometown or nothing. I don't, I have enough dope people here. I could just keep pushing in. If I was a record label, I don't, I'm not going nowhere else. We got everything here. I'm not trying yeah. to, I'm not trying to speak super big. I'm just saying like, as an artist, I see, I know St. Dominic's verses. I've lived Bro, with you, these That's men. manifestation. Like, that's all you're doing. That's manifestation. Man, yeah, exactly. I know all these people are dope. I've sat with Ayilla before she became Ayilla. I was with Short. I was with Short. Yeah, Short. Sarah Short. Short. Hey, I knew I'm Sarah like, Short before any of y'all. Girl? So mm. you probably did. You probably did. You probably did. Yeah. But I, I seen her and Tizzy at the same time. I'm like, oh, yeah. these girls are crazy. So yeah, just sure. doing life with them. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, long story short, I'm I just don't want to work with nobody else. Only only Oklahoma. It, it can be from the city. I'm not tripping or wherever in Oklahoma, but right. I'm done. I'm done. You're from Atlanta? Cool, bro. Do you? You're from Cali? Cool, bro. That's what's up. But I'm from York, Tulsa. That's what's up. Right. I'm from the And you got to make you, you gotta make sure you right. say Tulsa. Yeah, put that Tulsa <laughs> in it. Town. Town, town. I have bad. to say, I, I just had a discussion with another friend of mine not long ago. I said, it feels like we're creating our own utopia. We don't got to go nowhere else. Like, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Yep. We got what we need right here. So question for you. Are there any Mm -hmm. other Tulsa artists that you've never done a song with that you would like to work with? Put it out there, fam. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say verse. I never work with verse. And we we just keep saying it's going to happen. We got to make that happen for real in a real way. And I know verse is going to be listening to shit on Tuesday. So I'm talking to you, sir. Yeah, what you doing? What you what you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, versus a freaking lyrical god. Uh, Burns, still, Ooh. I I've known Burns since I was ready to tell her, and I still ain't worked with this man. I just sat in room, we didn't did whatever, ooh, but ooh, ooh. I keep going, keep going. I'm trying to see if we can have a whole song with all, every one of these artists. Oh no 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 no! I'm about to throw you for the loop now. You somebody you probably won't know. Uh, Bilu, I do want to do a song with Bilu. I know who Bilu is. I want to. I would like to do a song with Bilu. Uh, I want to do a song with. Wow, I haven't done a song with MC. Whoa, what? Yeah, I need. I need to do a song with MC. Still haven't. Well, we did one, but it's so old. It's, I mean, it's still fire. Yeah, yeah, we need to re up for sure. So that needs to happen. Um, 
me and St. Dominic, you, that's a that's a fact. Uh, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Then you said from the town or from Oklahoma? Well, from yeah, I would just say Tulsa artists. Okay, Are okay. There any other so Tulsa from the, artists? So from the town. But if you wanted to dip into Oklahoma City, of course you could. Uh, I mean, I mean, I do want to work with JB and OKC. Okay. I would like to work with JB. Um, here. I just want you to know that I'm writing these things down for you. Oh, you get off, I'll, send you, I'll send you a picture and you can write it down in your own manifestation log. Oh, okay. okay. DM all these artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I would say, yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe. Um, I want to I want to get in the stew with Mally and just vibe with him first. I think we, we haven't got to properly vibe yet, but I can sense that he's dope as well. Um, yeah, I've already I worked with Hakeem. Uh, yeah, I would say that's that's a that's a other every a lot of other people haven't dropped some stuff that we did, so it's kind of like I be feeling like people be holding on to music sometimes. Of to course, like wait till you blow type stuff. I think like we're sitting weird. here looking at a person that does that right now. <laughs> Pretty oh, sure you be knows. sitting on verses. No, I can't work with you, Doc. Come on, man. I'm like, I don't know about sitting on. There's just like I, I just feel like there's out. more there, Doc, that you're not sharing with us. Uh, you sitting on hits? You sitting on hits over there? Uh, talk, to, <laughs> talk to my folks, man. I got like sessions from San Antonio and forever else and where else is out here chilling, chilling here. But we, yeah, yeah, we, we, we out here. Everything's we, cool. we, we gonna talk I about it. I don't necessarily want to be sitting on stuff. But it just happens. Uh, I get into like that Pharrell Trent Resnick vibe. I don't an mm. LP vibe. I don't care if it takes a couple years, or eight yeah. years. Like I'll release. You know, I'm going to talk about it. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. We're not going to go, we're not going to go deep into it. I'm just going to say, I think that there are a lot of artists who do that. And I think it is because it's like, there's a time and a place for everything. And it's like, maybe it's not the right time to release this particular content because of what's happening in the world or whatever. Yeah. So that's why. It's, it's a selfish endeavor. Like, um, well, that too, that too, but that's okay. And you're an artist, and you're sensitive about your shit. Yeah, that's all right, man. You good, it's like, bro. Y'all want to hear me come to the show? Other than that, <laughs> I got the features out there, dog. I got the features out there. Mm. There we go. I know that vault. I'm just saying, you know, y'all, I'm a big Prince fan. He had a big vault, and they're about to do the super extended release of Sign of the Times, and I'm like, what kind of Sign of the Times you got in the doc vault? I need to know, but, okay. Let's go speak. Let me say Mally Motors. What's up, what's up? I'm just going to say this on the side. Uh, if anything ever happened to me, Two Piece has 200 plus songs. If you don't <laughs> give them up, this is me saying y'all have my permission <laughs> to take them and distribute right. them and give them to my family. But uh, there's 200 plus songs that are unreleased. Just letting y'all know. Shout out to Two Piece. Yeah, he got he got he about one about to drop now. He doing like listening parties. Yeah, Yeah. bro. Shout out Two Piece. He got some heat on there. Right, right. He only comes with heat. It's like he pull he reaches into the multiverse and just like here you go. Exactly. You're it. Places that, <laughs> yeah, bro, okay, so let, let's, let's shift gears a little bit. We we know you're not only a rapper, but you're also an incredibly talented animator. Hey. And uh, many of your music videos and album artwork are influenced by anime, but you also do animation for other artists. We know that you recently did a project with St. Dominic. 
and Dr. Mm-hmm. You, the dope man. I remember, I have to tell y'all, there was a moment at Lovemore Hookah Lounge when Dom came up to me and was like, yo, Ali, I gotta show you something, you know? Uh-oh. And it, it was the, the little character of him that basically is kind of similar to Pharrell in my mind, you know, the, mm-hmm. the cartoon character, I'll call it. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, uh-uh. And I got all hype, you know? I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of like, mm. And I'm like, fam, this is so freaking dope. Like, I love, and th- but I didn't know what that character was going to become. And and then seeing the animation of it, I was like, this is so freaking cool. Like, I love everything about this. It gave me that, I don't know, like arcade vibes. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, the arcade kid in me was like, oh, I love this. So talk, let's talk about that that project with Dom for a second. Yeah, it's got those vaporwave vibes. I dig the color palette for sure. So I want to say that uh, I appreciate Dom, you know, letting me do that. That was that was pretty dope. Um, he just, you know, he came to me with an idea. We got it done. Um, I, Dom is very picky. Dom is very, 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 very picky. So and so is Paris, by the way. But Dom is very picky, and I was just happy he he didn't have nothing. He didn't. It was he loved it immediately. So I'm like, oh okay, like bet, let's do it. And uh, yeah, there's I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of animations, but um, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic, but um, that's okay. So when did the interest in animation start for you? Like, what came? What did that come before the music, or was art kind of what may have influenced it, the music thing? I'm not gonna lie, it came in with Saturday cartoons as a kid. <laughs> You know, you uh, you watch cartoons. Hey, okay, okay. Y'all see Schoolhouse that? Rock. What you know? That <laughs> was my junk. I'm literally wearing my that. Schoolhouse Rock shirt right now. Yeah, I used to love I'm just a bill. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I um, as a kid, I was I was watching Saturday cartoons, and then. When I got to, you know, fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, it carried over to, like, uh, I was watching, like, Dragon Ball Z. We would get out of school, and all my, me and all my cousins, we all be at my grandma's house, the one who prayed for me. We'd be all over there, and she got, she had 13 kids, so you can imagine the grandkids. Mm. Uh, so it's probably, like, 15 of us, maybe 10 boys up running upstairs, Dragon Ball Z, and that was it for us. That was it for me, and then... Uh, Later on, my mom got married to a guy, and uh, he's he's a good guy still. He's, I still treat him like my dad. He's my dad, basically. Um, his son, super black nerd, and a blurred. And um, basically, I was always with him, and he just unveiled everything. Just yo, this. Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Do you know what this is? This guy does this. this, this, this. So I my I was I'm like, what is manga? Like this is oh, like and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Doc to chime in. <laughs> but no, I, I'm not going to lie. I heard Doc kind of mention the manga. And for me, I used to, I'm not, not illiterate. What is it called when you get your words twisted around? Dyslexic. 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 So I used to hate to read. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still a little dyslexic as an adult, but yeah, I can, I can read really fast now. But I'm just saying like, at the time it was just like, I'm, God. And you have to some some of them like the ones that he had. You have to like read from right to left. It? Yeah, right to left. So man, backwards. I, <laughs> so you got to flip it backwards and right to left it. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna wait till it come out. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. And it's just I couldn't kick. wait. Uh, so yeah, that for me, I'm I'm probably gonna let you down there. I always let all of my anime fans down. Like, oh, you don't read the manga? Ah, I'm like, man, I'm sorry. who's got that kind of time? Shonen Jump is like a bajillion freaking volumes, man. Like they got their own library, bro. I will say this though, if you can find like a CBR online, like that's the way to go because you can skim through the thing. Because like a lot of the episodes, you realize now are like. 10 minutes of recapping previous episode, six minutes of awkward pauses and people trying to cry, and then like eight minutes of commercial, and then this is the next episode. You're only getting maybe 12 minutes of actual new animation per episode. Yeah, Some of those cells, even those lithographs, they'll loop on you. So if you want to read ahead on the story, you pick up a manga kind of thing. If you're, you're like, I don't have time. But a lot of times, like One Piece, Naruto, Anything over like three hundred episodes, they're background. background. Yeah, they are. I will background until like I realize that epi- the animation this episode is different. Gonna be a big fight scene. Boom. Yep, exactly. Ali, it's no cap. Like literally, you'll see them like, uh, uh, and then you'll switch over to the other person. Uh, 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 they just sit there for like everybody's in just distraught, just like uh. dramatic pauses of them switching back between people going and people. Right. Going, Y'all, I've watched like little bits of anime here and there, and I'm trying to even remember some of the names of the different things. My daughter was into some anime when she was, I would say, like a preteen. Okay. I, I was just like, "What is?" I was intrigued, but I never. It, it is still one of those things that I'm like, I kind of want to dig into it because it's like real it's cartoon. Very interesting. It's huh? real. Cartoon. Yes. That's like, all it is. And okay, let me ask. I know I'm. I'm. I probably. What's Samurai Jack considered? Cartoon. Yeah. Cartoon? Guinea Tartoski. Yeah. Guinea Tartoski, like his his style uh-huh. is like a mix between like classic yeah. Hanna-Barbera and then mixed with like 80s, Shade 90s anime. Okay. Mm. And it's like there I've kind of gone. One yeah. That I started watching and it's about a girl. <laughs> oh, can't remember it. Anyway, someone hit me to it to start watching on Netflix and now I can't. Oh, Legend it. of Korra. Boom. No. It it's a girl watch. and she meets another girl there and they become really good friends and they i, I can't i can't remember i want to say she was like a photographer oh, netflix got some weird stuff like netflix they got all the stuff that folks be watching like prime time eight o'clock nine o'clock yeah like, they got you know what maybe yeah. they, they don't got the good stuff the good yeah. right oh, someone yeah. who gave me like a uh you had to log in on a different kind of browser or something in order to get access to different types of anime in another country. Anyway. You can see the Crunchyroll, Funimation, yep. or if you like the older stuff, I got Retro Crush. That's got like all the old school 80, 90 stuff. And I'm telling you, they they spent the time and the money to make sure that they had the best animation possible per episode if it's a series. And it's just flawless if you're doing like movies. Like uh, Eat Man 8, um, like it's got Princess Mononoke vibes all over it. Wow. Retro Crush, yeah. Tap into Retro Crush. I never heard of that before. Oh, uh, it's like a lot of the, I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's like a lot of the Vaporwave stuff that I see now is very derivative from like that era, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like the, the, the synth tones 
uh, like what I have behind me, like your pink purple palette. Yeah. Who just said vaporwave? I was like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, man. I do vaporwave. Like that's my I love. Like I will never be out of love with that aesthetic. Like if I could have a checkerboard living room floor with like a weird off-brand Greek-looking bust and a couple of fake plants in it with just yeah. like a neon pink light all day, I'm in. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm gonna come paint your floor. I'm- I'm going to come paint your fort uh, checkerboard now because we need that to happen for you, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) So great. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's let's please talk about anime another time, though. Please, can we do this? Because I I need to know. I I dig the vibe in like the series. Like that was that's something that hit for me because like I've never seen a mainstream artist put like you know Snoop Dogg had the little comic book in the doggy style uh uh CD cover kind of thing but that was about yes. it like nobody was like yeah I got a whole album then the gorillas came out and then like Jamie oh. is like one of my favorite artists because he did Tank Girl uh yeah. with Martin back in the day so I was like but dude, the way you put that out I was just like yo this like, is so that's, dope. that's like on that marketing level you're talking about like that's experience point XP plus 2000 bam <laughs> It's like power level five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm, and the crazy thing about that, bro, is people be making me feel like my decisions are wrong. Like, like when I do stuff like that, like, oh, you gonna do that? Okay, I wouldn't well, do. That. Okay, bro, I would. Yeah, they're it's, not it's, you. They're not you. Yeah, and they fear what they don't understand, and so instead of like being honest with you in that moment and be like, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? They that's what they would say. Well, I don't know. You don't know, you don't get it. Just say that. <laughs> right. Yep. You're right. You're right. And but, and I have to say that the older you get, your circle will start to form in other ways. And there will be more people around you who are not just yes men, but they actually encourage you to be yourself. Like what Hakeem say, circle smaller than a dot. Than yep. a dot. And in the words of Devin the dude. Do what the fuck you want to do. Say what the fuck you want to say. Hey, his mama got to listen to this, Allie. Come on, man. My bad. I just have to go there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a star ghost And I shine like summer. I went through a little thunder. Couldn't let it put me under. Yeah. Me, I used to walk in my way. Till I learned to walk with the way. I had almost walked from the fate. They believe my God showed me the grace. So now it does before I spaz on my grave. Beat it so I feel it good, God is great. Before I make a subtle movement, I'm away. I ain't perfect, push my buttons on my reign. I'm a star ghost thunder, and I shine like summer. I went through a lot thunder, couldn't let it put me under. I'm a star ghost thunder. We're gonna talk about some another one of your family members because we got to interview one of your cousins on the podcast, and we learned that Keezy is your cousin. Yes, you didn't like, know that. For real, like blood cousins, like yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Marriage, but we've been we've been knowing each other since we was teen, eighteen, more than teens. So. Right, and that's what that's what Keezy said. So we want to talk to you about like indie pot and your relationship with Keezy. Like, what's what's all that? <laughs> well, you know, you know, um, 
what do you want to know? Let's 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 be specific because that's a huge. Uh, what do you? <laughs> well, I, I thought this was an easy question. Apparently, it's a hard question. Please, yeah, y'all, y'all just in your up, own words. <laughs> y'all brought up something that I usually keep under wraps, so we could we could we can dive into it. But yeah, we, well, what exactly specifically? What is your role with IndiePot? Um. Well, you know, that's a loaded question, but I can let you know that. I, you know, I help produce a lot of the content. I help produce uh, a lot of the ideas. We are own, we are both owners of the brand, mm. uh, owners of the business. Uh, there's a third uh, family member as well that's also part owner. And we um, we basically started in 2016 with the same discussion that, you, that we have right now, basically saying like, yo, there's not enough or I'm tired of having to hear, yo, you need to go here. You need to go there. You need to uh, link with these people, which is, they are very true. Like you do need to link with people, but why don't we have something in Oklahoma? And so that's our thought process. Like, yo, we don't got nothing here that we can keep going to other, you know what I'm saying? That, that cares about our culture, that cares about the artists. Like when artists drop, we don't ever hear about it unless we follow the person. So it's like, Right. We wanted to, but we didn't even, we weren't even going to do that. We were just going to start interviewing and showing people who these artists are, but then social media took a, a little turn right. So, you know, we, right. we made. I remember Keezy, I don't even know why, I'm trying to remember why he was there at the studio one day, but they, I interviewed him and several other people for some show uh, on the radio. And um, at the end, he asked me these questions. It was, they were like those quick questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, the rapid fire. Rapid fire. It was like three. I got to find this clip. But every time I see it, I'm like, I loved that moment. And I'm glad that they started doing that. Um, you know, oh, like, cap effect. Not, but it was the rapid fire that was like, what's your favorite animal? Giraffe. You know, it was like random stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. I, yeah. I see Indie Pot, you know, doing their thing. Um, I see Tulsa Lines doing their thing, you know. Yeah, and I have to say, I've had a couple of, I don't know who's answering the DMs on Indie Pot. I think yeah, it was no, that's, Pot. that's facts. You, you're not going to ever know. Right. However, let me just tell you what happened. I had a moment one day. I don't even know now what it was that was shared, but it was some kind of content that I know for a fact it was not truth. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo. Uh, coming from a media background if y'all gonna put some stuff out there like that make sure you check and stuff first like don't put it they don't feel like this go look at that and I sent them the links to like this is where the facts are like be Mm -hmm. careful and I I hate to some but they whoever answered me was like oh shoot we got mama Tulsa blah 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 and I'm like but that's what I'm here for if I'm giving you kind of constructive criticism it's all with love because I don't want you out here doing dumb stuff you know what I'm saying like not to say that that was dumb I'm just saying like if you're gonna be about that and you want to be like you said a representation of Oklahoma artists or whatever yeah. just do it right don't yeah. spread don't TMZ it I think, yeah, I think don't, I don't TMZ it don't world star it right be a cut so, above so I think what you were saying is the it was a COVID post because we kind of talked about it after I, I know exactly what you're talking about and we got some women in our thing too. You might you probably know them. I know we, who that is. Yes. Well, we got two women. Yes. We got one for too. But um, yeah, um, I think we kept that up to show that indie that indie pod. We kept that up to show that Instagram is now fact checking and like now oh. you. 
the thing. And so we, cause we had a lot of DMs actually like, yo, y'all know this is saying it's false. It's like, mm-hmm. right. I actually yeah. remembered what it was now. It was a tweet about Wendy's. There's something about Wendy's. I'm like, this ain't even true, y'all. It's not <laughs> true. It's not flatten. So yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be your fact checker too. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's good that that's happening in social media now, but as a, as a, I would say a person who, you know, is in the media, in journalism, whatever, like it's kind of our responsibility to filter those things out. I, that's not the kind of stuff I want to see. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like when I was a kid, it was the National Enquirer, a, ta- a paper tabloid when I checked out at the grocery store with my mama. And that's when yeah. you were seeing things like, who did And what? now there's the TMZ app. Right, and now we're <laughs> TMZ. Now, I mean, TMZ do pretty good. They just stay pop culture. She's saying like beyond, like crazy crap, like the president, gets head from the queen type stuff like it was, it was off the yeah it was off the, and i was yeah. like no no I, I feel you like not the you say like shit like let's not do the tasteless content I, no I, but the point is that was one small thing that happened with andy pot it was the one time that i've said that um yeah. but for the most part i'm gonna say 99.9 percent of the time andy pot ain't doing nothing but showing love they're continuing to innovate uh, you know, be creative. We were talking to Keezy about all the new things that are coming down the pipe. And it's, I'm really excited to see, I got to see what, you know, him and Mizo and like, they were talking about who's the hottest, who got the hottest, whatever track right now. And, and be, they reminded me about Paris, like, Oh, I forgot about type mean. Oh, I got to play that on my show Saturday. Like that actually, they actually helped me with content for the weekend rewind. So mm-hmm. They don't even realize they, they I, I think I did tell Keezy that, but I'm like, y'all don't know that you're doing that for me as well. So this is my way of saying thank you. So let's keep each other accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all thank can you. check me too if you want. Just be prepared. <laughs> you know mean, what I'm saying? We definitely appreciate it from somebody. I, I don't want to call you a veteran, but I mean, you do this, you know? Yeah. So, and you're I don't every- really think of myself as a vet either. Like, I still feel like I'm feel constantly like, well, learning done to be honest i feel like when you call yourself a vet it's like all right like i'm you know what yeah, i'm saying no. i don't think that i just think you're in your season like you season that's what it is you season thank and, you and uh, thank you it's the slap your mama seasoning with a little bit of garlic powder mm. <laughs> hey. and wow. freshly cla- cracked black pepper mm. hey. <laughs> all right all right listen let's get into because we definitely want to talk to you about your experience mm-hmm. with um the recording sessions and you know how you felt about all of that and 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 we know what this entire project is about this is about the Tulsa race massacre Mm. so um start with that like was was there did you have a moment during the sessions that really stood out to you and you know where were you like Greenwood Cultural Center was this a mansion like was there like a moment that you had um i'll just i'll say from the very beginning it was it was dope like i was probably one we were all excited we were all excited because this is something we all always you know sit in rooms just chopping it up shooting the breeze like man we need to one day just all get in the same room together man like just get all the dope artists and so it's like that first night i'm like yo i'm not going to sleep <laughs> i'm about to come in here and just rip it up Yes. I mean, I didn't get to rip it up. Is it was way more artists than I thought, but <laughs> it was very dope. It was so dope. I was just excited to just be around other people that I, because with me, it's like 
basketball, you know, like you might be in the same gym with another dope hooper. And it's like, yo, I'm finna get more buckets than him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm finna, yeah. I'm about to dunk on his head or something. Or I'm about the to friendly to- competition aspect. Yeah. Everybody had that friendly competition. I don't care what nobody say. I yeah. felt it. you go in certain rooms, it's like, why you in here? And like, I'm cooking, like, get out of here. They, it ain't no words. It's just like a feeling the of the aura, the aura in the room. is just like, ooh, I'm out. Okay, y'all cooking yeah. it. Golly. And like, yeah, I would just say it was that first night was everything. It was amazing. I'm like, dude, we really are all here. We're all in here and we're all like going crazy. Like yeah. everybody hungry. It was nobody acting like they was too cool. You know, everybody was tapped in. Everybody was locked in. Everybody was ready to go. I mean, you have people walking around. That's fine. You know, you need a break. But as far as working, every room was filled with at least two people riding. You know, so yeah. to me, it was the, one of the dopest experiences. I hope we, we can do something like that again. I was, that was. We're planning the yeah. reunion now. You know, we've been talking about it. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> like, unofficially, like we've just been saying, like we would like to see that reunion. So, yeah, I, let's, so let's how old that. were you when you first learned about the Tulsa Race Massacre? I was 11. I was 11 years old. My granny, who's not here anymore, um, I had walked in on her while she was like taking stuff out of the closet. And um, I'm giving too much detail. But basically, she she's she was elderly with a bra on. I'm like, oh, granny, I ain't trying to see that. She's like, turn your head. <laughs> turn my head. And behind her door is a brick. And I still have it today. And um, well, it's actually others but um is a brick from back then uh from tulsa back from black wall street like back when there was actually a black wall street they had just uh fit you know got rid of the last building or it was like some some duck some tucked off area they had just like when my grandma was young they had just cleared it all off like cleared the whole lot and she grabbed a brick from it is it my great grandma? I think it's my great grandma. I'm sorry, I might be telling this story a little backwards, but it like she didn't grab it. Her mother grabbed it, and she has it now. My mother has it. It's mm-hmm. a it's an old dusty brick. I can I can I can take a picture and send it to you. I have it in my phone. It's, it's it has like Tulsa. The S is like backwards. It's uh I don't know what kind of masonry they were doing, but that was dope. Like to me, it's it's broken down. It's, it's very fragile, but yeah, it's it's a it's one of the last. But she, but basically going into that, I'm asking like, what is this brick? Why you got a brick in your room? I'm thinking like that's her protection. It hits my head. She started <laughs> telling me like everything. I was way too young to understand it, but it locked in, and I knew from there like Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. Like yeah, I just as 11 years old, and I never heard it in school either. But like mm. I, it stayed in my head because my granny was a Black Panther. Mm. And uh, yeah, light skin like a yellow black panther though. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> so like yeah, okay. I love but it. But to get the best, she used to get the worst of it because like all oh, you two like to be black, all oh, you yeah. you look white, but you still black, like from the white people. So she was like, oh, Huey was <laughs> not melanated, you know. <laughs> Angela was Angela wasn't heavily melanated. So I don't know why people are freaking on that. I don't know why they're tripping on that. Exactly, bro. It's not her fault. <laughs> like she, yeah. it ain't. Like, y'all can't, anyways, but yeah, long story short, my granny put me on it at 11 years old, and mm-hmm. it's 
been with me ever since. So like this really meant more to me probably than a lot of people. Like y'all don't even know. Like I, I'm not trying to compare to nobody, but like I got a real heart for this. Like bro, we post people all the time. We get we get paid sometimes for just different things that we do with going back to the indie pod thing. But like we are selflessly promoting people, selflessly yes. constantly promoting people that we can get paid to do. Yes. And I do it and Keezy does it and the other help does it. The other three people does it so that we have something to stand on. That's not freaking, you know, that's not ran by people that don't have our interest. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly, that's all I've been trying to do is just grow us. And so for me, like seeing that everything is being rebirthed and, you know, they're trying to, you know, bring back that feel and that vibe and, you know, trying to empower people like us. I'm like stoked. I, like, I don't know the, the vibrations for everybody else, but for me, all I can do is get excited. Like, I know we got crazy stuff happening in the world, but like, I just still keep thinking about this. Like, yo, like, yo, we about to maybe like, maybe this means black equity. Like maybe this means like a real change. Like maybe this really does mean we're, we're on the come up. Like something is really about to pop. And I don't know. I just feel, I feel like, I feel different than a lot of the other dudes. Like, yo, y'all don't understand. Like, this is like us rebuilding this is everything. Like, I know y'all, y'all want to make it and you want to blow and you need riches. You want, you want chains, you want the whips and stuff. But like, yo, that doesn't matter. You don't own nothing, dog. They're not even looking at you. You don't own nothing. What are you talking about? Like, and I know that's a, I'm, I'm ranting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I told y'all. No, no, no. Don't apologize. You're, you're, um, the next question I wanted to ask you is what does everything is us mean to you? But I think you're already defining that at the right. everything you're saying right now, you're literally defining what everything is us means. Um, because, and, and I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'm get your cup ready, doc, and get <laughs> ready to collect them. You're bringing me to tears because, um, I think that and he got his cup ready. It's all the way up to the screen. <laughs> um, uh, I'm in a unique position too, you know, I'm a mother of a biracial child and you're talking about your grandma, great grandma, I guess, and how, you know, she may have been considered passing and think about my, my child and what it would have been like for her had she not born and been born in 1995. You know what I mean? Like, um, I remember what my mother said when I was pregnant, you know, oh, things are going to be so difficult for your child and this and that. And I looked straight in her eyes and said, no, it won't because I'm her mother. And I had reassured my mother, like, it's going to be okay, because there are a lot of biracial children that came way before my child that were living yep. this tough life. And we are going to start to make that change. And then now, the generation that my generation helped to birth, look at the things that you guys are doing. What you just said about IndiePot is everything. You, yeah. do, you guys do that selflessly. There's, you do it because you want to. You literally just told us that Indie Pot is everything is us. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And I, I just, I'm giving this energy back to you right now because it's like, thank you for that, Jerry. Like, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for putting that energy out there and helping to build Black Wall Street back up one dusty brick at a time with the backward S. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which of... Speeded around downtown like 
decades, even like the bar that I was previously at, like we still have a, a fireplace from way back. And that's one of, the, one of the few places where you still see those bricks, you know, like uh, like that, those old roots where that your mother brick came from, they're around, but they're also changing, you know, which is like uh, the perfect transition into your timeline. Like I, I, I think back to community, is this, is this the best timeline? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we have the ability to create that uh, with this project, with Black Wall Street, like with what you and any pot are creating, that's the embodiment of Black Wall Street. Uh, King Cut Keezy, that's the embodiment of Black Wall Street. I'm hearing less and less, less and less, less and less more about gotta get the whips, we gotta get the paper, we gotta get this, we gotta get the material things. I'm hearing more and more about we gotta get signs on the dotted line, we've gotta get ownership, we've gotta get that equity word you were talking about in spades, no pun intended, you know what I'm saying? We've gotta get all of that. It's more so now about deeds to land than it is about rent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's, coming, it's coming through in all of the content you know, that's coming off of this project from the artists that are attached to this project, man. And I appreciate you being a spearhead for, and you're like, you're a low key spearhead, you know? It's like, you, you humble vibe. I don't see you out much. You don't need to be out much because you're a cat like DV. If I don't see you out, you're working, you're grinding. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> building that BW, building that spirit of BWS, you know? Yes, sir, man. And that, man, okay, two things. Oh, I feel like Oklahoma is, and don't let me forget the Black Wall Street thing. To, uh, the Oklahoma thing, the, the, the dope thing about Oklahoma is we are ducked off, and we are not the Midwest. If anybody else say that, I'm putting hands on you. We are the Mid-South. We go down. We are right there below Tulsa. Texas. That's I will. I will. I will. I will interject there in saying that that is yeah. But the way our culture, food stuff, and everything runs yeah. here, we're definitely more Southwest than anything. Yeah, we're, but we're, we're yeah. the West. We on a totally different time zone and everything. So it's crazy to call us the Midwest. So, but it's fine. Yeah. We can have <laughs> yeah. Like I'm we're either two West. hours ahead of or an hour behind somebody. Like this is like a its own spot. And so let me also interject one small thing, one small thing. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I like to point out that even though these were my school rivals, I lived next, you know, I'm from Lexington, Oklahoma, but I lived next door to Purcell, Oklahoma, which is the heart of Oklahoma. So I just feel like Oklahoma kind of is this heart. We're right here in the middle of everything. And after talking to Dr. Tiffany Crutcher about how diff different race massacre survivors spread out, like over 10,000 people, they're all over the United States. They spread out. Tulsa's mm -hmm. everywhere. So mm -hmm. anyway, all no, right, come back, come back to what you're No, I, that's a good point though. But that kind of ties in what I'm saying. Like with us being in that middle, mm -hmm. we are separated from what's going on in Cali, earthquakes and fires and just a fast life. Like every time I go to LA, I'm like, yo, this is too fast for me. Like these people live too luxurious for me. Like even the broke people, you know what I'm saying? Like they know what's up, but like, and in New York, like, yo, it's too rough for me. It's too rugged over here. It's too, you know what I'm It's too fast, too too fast, too dirty, too rugged, um, too rough with the speech. I like the, the talk. I like that energy. I love when they give me that energy, but I couldn't live there. And then, like, um, Southern, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, those places are too Southern for me. It's too slave. It feels too irky. I feel like I'm 
field of dead bodies there. No, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a graphic, but I, I've been to all these places. I feel them. Like, I got land in Louisiana from family, but, like, I don't like it. In Oklahoma, when I, every time I'm somewhere, all I'm thinking is, yeah, I like where I'm at. Yeah, I love where I'm at. So all I'm getting, all I'm saying is with the Oklahoma thing is, I think our music and our mindset is so business oriented now because we're not in the BS. We're not in the Atlanta BS. Like if you go to Atlanta, I went to Atlanta recently with the A2F thing and everybody is connecting like this. They don't even know each other. What's your Instagram? Hey, what's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? Oh yeah, what's up? What's your, we don't even know each other and we just want to connect so that we can know the next big thing. And to me, that's kind of gross. But all I'm yeah, saying they is, just want to see the tick counter on followers and following mm-hmm. go up one, boom, boom. That feels boom, like boom, opportunist boom, central boom, too. Boom, there's boom, times when it's opportunist like- central is opportunist yeah. central. You, right. you can go up there because you gonna know somebody. That right. Yeah. But what's yeah, your I, website? Give me the oh. business card. Keep the handle. We'll get to that <laughs> later. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't. They ain't gonna throw your business card away, man. You, if you ain't got Instagram, they really gonna walk off. I ain't gonna lie. They went, oh, okay, all right, bro. That's what's up, bro. Do the next person. But until they look I, at the the card, and the card has like the Instagram on, but they'll be like, oh, okay, I'll keep it. It's, it's facts. <laughs> facts. I mean, you gotta, you, yeah, you gotta do some tricky stuff. You gotta do some tricky stuff, man, to get to get your brand. But I was just saying, say Oklahoma's in the middle, and that's why our mindset is un untapped. We're unbothered. You know, mm-hmm. we're in our own, I just saying, we're the heart. Like, we're we're in our own space, bro. And I really do believe that. Yeah. And, and with that being said, over to the Black, well, obviously, Black Lives Matter. The Black Wall Street thing, sort of like the Black Lives Matter thing. I don't like everybody using it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like people throwing dirt on our name, talking about, well, they bombed in. We're not going to do that. We're going to be better than Black Wall Street. No, let's, let's. But what I'm getting at mainly is I don't like the people who, who uh, like the Black Wall Street funds and in um like for housing and stuff like that. Like how's a dude from Atlanta get to come here and you know what I'm saying? And basically took off with the money. He got interviewed. I'm not even trying to throw shade. I'm just saying like, yo, let's keep Black Wall Street about Tulsa and about black growth. Black, yeah, did I say that right? Yeah, about black growth. If we can mm-hmm. do that, I think everything is going to be straight. But like we can't just be out here letting people who don't even care about our culture be putting t- putting it on t-shirts and stuff like that and forgive me i'll be on my kanye stuff sometimes i might cut somebody off and tell them that beyonce had the better music video <laughs> when, it's not, <laughs> when it's not time to so forgive me if if that's what's going on right now but i'm just letting y'all know like i'm not with it and i don't i don't that's okay don't. We, we this is the show where you can speak your truth and we want you to do that because i agree with you 100 percent, and i think it goes back to you know, like a story that Steph Simon told when he heard that the game was talking about Black Wall Street, he didn't even know anything about it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the way he learned. And it's like, we're, what I see is the, re- how do I say the right word? Is it reclamation? Like the reclamation mm-hmm. of, of Black Wall Street. Like, no, this is ours. We live here. This is for Tulsa. Yep, exactly. So that's- Y'all not allowed to talk about Black Wall Street the way we do. You know what I'm saying? And so basically what I'm but saying is... But other places came because there were other Black Wall Streets. Not yeah, there were other Black Wall Street. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Now, but you don't have the people from those places speaking up. And I see where you guys have the issue with that. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? But like there's, there's other Black Wall Streets out there. But if we can take that here, starting here, and then turn that into an embodiment to empower other Black neighborhoods, other Black towns that didn't have a Black Wall Street, 
you know what I'm saying? To put that that to them so they can be like, okay, we can't let that happen here. Right. Or take that and be like, oh, that did happen here. See how they dealt with it? That kind of thing. Like leading by like leading by example kind of thing. Yes. But yeah, we do I feel what you're saying, like because uh, when you hear BWS in the media uh from celebrities, it doesn't it doesn't feel genuine you know like when you hear that stuff it's like it you like you said it sounds like in name only in title only kind of thing that they want to use that. i feel like you care man i want to yeah. feel you care show me you care that's my that's all i'm trying to say show mm-hmm. me you're really caring about us and i mean i feel like that's that's kind of what uh we're we're getting with the fire little app what y'all doing man let me give y'all some props you know what i'm saying give y'all y'all um, you know what I'm saying? With with everything that's happening with the fire in Little Africa, I feel like it's a great start, you know? It's mm-hmm. a really great start. I think um, when I first heard it, I was just, like, shocked. I was taken back. I was like, what? They care? Because, <laughs> like, what? Somebody cares. That's what's up. Like, uh, like, wow, we might actually see some we might actually see some results now, man. Like, we might actually get some growth. Like, it's time. It's 20, about 2021. What you mean? It's happening. I just keep telling people it's happening. It's happening. Or if they say, well, when this and it, it's coming. Yeah. It's happening. It's coming. Like patience, persistence, keep on that. Patience and persistence. Keep on it. For real. Yeah. Like it's coming. You guys are doing it. You're literally doing it. Keep moving forward. Keep doing yeah. that. You know how hard it is to hear so many people tell you you need to leave and your career gonna go skyrocket. Yes, I and do very well. I work in Tulsa, yeah, Oklahoma, in radio. And I was yeah. asked many times, like, I can't believe you don't have people asking you to come into other markets and this and that. And I'm like, I don't really want to leave my mama, though. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I have family here. Family is more important to me than, so it's all about work-life balance. Right. But that's another story for another time. So <laughs> and now I have the SOS band stuck in my head. Let me say, tell me if you still care. Okay. Cause that's you saying that, like, tell me you care. Tell me you care. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm getting from you. Mm-hmm. All right. So without further ado, Jerry manna from heaven. Thank you for being with us this evening. We really, really, truly enjoyed this visit. Um, I feel like we have a lot more to talk about too. You and I, especially. And uh, we just want to thank you for being here. Doc, you have anything that you want to say before we head out? I haven't had a chance to talk to you a lot over the years, but I'm glad that this moment has come because like, I feel like there's definitely more discussions to be had. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. And if there's any way, man, I can facilitate helping out in any way, man, please, please let me know because I just, I just only, I only want to see those waves keep rolling in if you feel me, you know? Man, appreciate you, bro. Please. Ditto. Man, likewise. Ditto. Same hey, here. Okay, really. It's been an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Jerry, Appreciate you, bro. On behalf of the Fire and Little Africa podcast, we want to remind you to be the spark. Protect your flame. And pass the torch. All right, y'all. So here we go. A little ditty to get you through the rest of your day or evening. This is Flight by Jerry Manna featuring Steph Simon and King Cut. Inspiration drawn from memories. Memories come from living life. Frozen time that becomes valuable because we don't live it twice. 
dreams like the whipped cream. Opportunity like the cherry on top, we pray for it on Sundays. Gotta add sprinkles because it's gon' rain. Ain't no silver spoons round my way. All in pursuit of that cream. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a fly tip. Don't be all up in my DM. It's a process. Lately, y'all love them. It's checking cause I'm popping. I'm just out there keeping my focus. Don't be messing with me. I'm trying to stay on top of my game on the fly tip. Don't be all up in my DM. It's a process. Lately, y'all love them. It's checking cause I'm popping. I'm just out there keeping my focus. Don't be messing with me. Trying to 